All right, welcome to the Friday Night Pregame Podcast. We're back after a week off. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Uh, Jim's here. Hey. Mike's kind of here. What's up? Brandon's here. Gotta go to the bank. <laughs> the Phantom, Randy, is here. The kid's here. The kid, you got a talking, softball game this weekend? You got to talk into your microphone, pal. The kid's here. The kid's here. Took all a, right. Took all a right, PJ right. just to be here. Yes. <laughs> he said... X the truth is here. <laughs> X3X. I love that that's Tillman's uh, screen name for the thing. Um, all right, we got tournament, NFL free agency, wild out there. Uh, is the World Baseball Classic bad for baseball? And we got a UFC fight this afternoon. <laughs> yes. All right, follow us on Instagram. Oh, Bow Wow was coming down the stairs. Follow us on Twitter at the oh, FMP Pod, on Instagram at Friday Night Pregame, and on TikTok at FMP Podcast. All right, let's go. Welcome to the Friday Night Game Podcast. We just talked about five dollars to anyone who can name the animal. We don't put know his phone, name. Put, put your phones down. I know his name. Damn it! I Give him five bucks. Up, so. Okay, never mind. No, it's Randy. Randy looked it up. We can't do it. Free ruts for Brent. Free ruts. Well, I know it. It's Jesse Plemons. Jesse. Plemons. <laughs> I thought it was Plemons. You said put your phones down. I put my phone you down. You already googled it. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> you I'm looked. Gonna, up, I'm you, gonna Google him so I can see what movies he's in. You looked up like Mike. <laughs> You gotta get IMDb on on the home screen of your phone, like all the greats. No, because they ask like, you to donate. Fuck that. Yeah, they're like, you want to sign donate up? Donate to fucking me. I'll give you. I'll, I'll give you information about movies. All right. Um, welcome to the Friday Night Pregame Podcast. Like I said in the open, Jim's here, Brendan's here, Mike's hey. here, Randy's here, I'm here. So to open up the show tonight, Brendan, I look to you. Edwin Diaz out all season. Uh, injured, celebrating a Not win in the to world. Him, though. He says he's going to be back. He's a liar. He's going to be out six to eight months. Yeah. So at the very least, he'll be back. What's six months from today? October. Yeah. September. October. So, October. Might be back just in time for the playoffs. That's what you want to do. Have a guy that hasn't played a game all year come in and play your the, most meaningful play your, pl- baseball. Be the closer. <laughs> be the cl- probably the most meaningful spot in high high stakes games. Um. That hasn't played all season. On the bright side, no trumpets. Now we can just focus on playing baseball. Uh, It is. Do you think that that may help the team this year to some degree? Like, just focus. Like, it's kind of like a hype thing. Do you know how many fucking games they rely on Diaz to come in and actually shut out? No, I understand. A lot of them. Yes. A lot of them? No, I meant like the. A lot of them. I just meant like the The Dodgers series was a great one. How many saves do you have last year? About a buck 20. I think he, he did like... not have a buck twenty. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. I was gonna say like forty five. Ballpark. Ballpark. I'd say like fifty two. Damn, that's still a lot of saves. That's like Mariano Rivera the levels. Well, I actually saw that today. Um, Mariano Rivera got injured one year, shag and fly balls. Yeah. In the outfield during BP, he had thirty two saves out of thirty five chances this past year. What a 1.31 ERA, uh, 0.84 whip, and 118 strikeouts over 61 innings. <clears throat> it's, it's good numbers. Yeah. 
he was averaging like three and a half strikeouts in an inning at one point last year, which is like more strikeouts than you can than get. Than inning. inning. <laughs> yeah. Right. How is that even possible? I was going to say, I, that that sounds like a fake stat. Probably is. It's a Twitter stat. Analytics nerds were like, you know what? It's like giving 110%. <laughs> He's averaging 28 Ks per nine. They said he went underwent surgery already, and the estimated time will be more around the six-month mark. So what was it? It was Billy torn Anderson. ACL? Torn patella tendon. Patel- Tough break. I mean... Sounds like a smooth tear, actually. <laughs> We've been discussing this all week. Uh, in our one group chat, I want to hear what you guys have to say about this. Like, obviously, the World Baseball Classic is good for the game as a whole, mm-hmm. and it's clear that the MLB is doing everything in their power to play as nice as possible with the World Baseball Classic, not getting in the way of players wanting to play. Like, a, an owner can't tell a player you can't go unless there's an existing injury that. Like, like Severino was told he couldn't go because he's been hurt the last three years. The Yankees are like, no, you, you haven't played enough for us. You can't go play over there and get hurt again. Yeah. Um, but, like, uh, I think the Mets tried to keep Jeff McNeil from going. And his physical, like, he, he was just, they were like, it, whatever the threshold is to keep them from going, he, he didn't reach it. So he was allowed to go, and the Mets couldn't get in the way. Why not do it, like, right after the World Series, though? So I was talking to Mark about this last night, um, and I was I was with Mark last night. And if Mark has anything to say, he'll show up to the show. <laughs> he was invited. He hasn't fucking been here in weeks, months. He's at Liberty Science Center. So <laughs> I was talking to him last night, and he told me I didn't know this, but baseball used to have 152 games or 156 games or whatever it was previously. So why don't they just do that? They go back to the previous amount of, of games played in the season. That'll probably cut down on some injuries and usage and pitches for for a lot of pitchers anyway because they're the ones who are most injury prone and you cut the season short by a week or two and then like brendan said you have the world baseball classic at the end of the season because you only have six to eight teams who are involved starting starting playoffs so here's the thing when uh when with that that, you'll never scale back the amount of games that there is that's so because they sell the rights to the game so they're getting paid when was what years was it when there were that many games uh when did they expand from 150 yeah. something to 162 i maybe the 80s i'll look at it's my that. lifetime i know for a fact yeah i mean just like just being like 10 years old you know there's 162 games but well that's what i'm, I'm saying, saying. Like, no, i, I I'm always because like, he said mark said at one point it was 150 well, it had to be in the 80s that's what I'm saying. Like, you it's know, old, it's way more 30. plausible. Let's go back to 2005 when there was no World Baseball Classic. I think that the game, sh- the season, should be the same length, and just do the World Baseball Classic in November. Yeah. Here's my thing with World it. Series. Right? Why are you doing it right? Majority right at spring training. Majority of teams. And the argument is, oh, well, people get hurt in spring training. It's like, yeah, but they're training for the fucking top league in the world. Yeah, the team that's paying them. They're getting. They're they're training. 1962. No, 1962. Well, the World Baseball Classic didn't start till 2006. So, there's 154 games, but they also expanded because there's more teams, 10 teams. And they're going to expand more teams in the future. I feel like no one even talked about the World Baseball Classic till this year. 
Did anybody? I don't even remember hearing about this fucking four years ago. I think it's been more prevalent this year. I do recall like there's more eyes on it because you have a guy like Otani in Japan and people care. Who the fuck gave a fuck about the Japan team before Otani? I do know that the Chinese team lost to the the Czech Republic team, and the Czech the, Republic no no professionals. The, the Czech Republic team is literally school teachers. They're fuck, yeah. yeah. They're they're one they're one dude's a teacher. I think they're. Uh, their coach is like a, or their GM is a, uh, like a sales manager for like a fucking. One of them's a doctor. Yeah. They're just playing to play. You got Israel got a perfect game pitched against them by Dominican Republic or Puerto Chinese Taipei. Puerto Rico. I like that. I like that the World Baseball Classic doesn't recognize Taiwan as its own country. Yeah, I'm not okay with that. Not UK, okay with yeah. that. Now, I think there's more eyes on it this year just because of, like, the World Cup effect. Like, international yeah. sports coming off a high of the World there was Cup a, just a few also, years ago. There was no World Cup four years ago? Also, there was a lot of... Not around the same time. Also, I think this year, a lot of the top players in the MLB chose to go play. Yeah, that's yeah. a big deal. Yeah, Pete Alonso, Trout uh, went to go play for the U.S. Otani went to play... Um, Soto and uh, Manny Machado yeah, were playing endeavors. for uh, yeah for okay. DR yeah but people who are actually <clears throat> give a fuck about their team and no I understand go. like the top guy in baseball Aaron Judge is sitting at home he's also a bitch I think the Aaron Judge but now he's a bitch he's so, on, I, mean, I think the so, Aaron Judge thing when he hits fucking sixty two home runs he's not a bitch I I never he said was a he bitch was... then <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but that's just me. That guy. You, I wish he was there. Mike called him a bit. We've been calling him a bit. <laughs> ben, B-I-N. All right. Been calling him a bitch. Um, honestly, I don't give a fuck about the World Baseball Classic. I haven't watched any of it. I watched like a couple innings of the Puerto Rico game against fucking nobody. The only guys who give a fuck are fucking Pookie. <laughs> Pookie's the only guy I see care about USA fucking I baseball. I feel like that's a thing. That's because, a shit. because he only likes baseball, though. Yeah. There's certain countries where they, like, really rep. Like, they're happy that the World Baseball Classic is what it is. And then, I think it's partly for us because the MLB is the top league and it's our We country. get to watch it every day. We, get, we, we watch it from April through... October. Through October every year. Yeah. Through no, into November now. But, like, so for us, it's not... A novelty, like for them, for other countries, like <clears throat> Puerto they're, Rico, they're their, Dominican their Republic, rep, like they look with these to that. with these top level players playing for them, yeah, because their local leagues are probably like you know, well, it's an American made sport. No, I understand. It's not like soccer where it's a global thing. Everybody has their own thing. No, I understand. I'm just saying, so it is different. But again, why does it have to be so close to spring training? Yeah, that doesn't it make should be sense. like January. I mean, January. But to that's like what I was. April. Like, that's no, what I was starting to say. March. Obviously, we're in March. But do like, it in November. And the teams that don't make the play... Do it right after the World yeah, Series. Right, right after the World Series, people report to their... Here's my argument to do want. that, right? Some people may say, oh... It's been a long season. It's been a long season. Less people are going to want to do right, it. But, the but playoff, if you want to... Guys if in the you playoffs wanna, don't have to. If you, not even that. But the if guys you want to... sat out and watched the playoffs happen, that, that's their choice to go play. If you want to represent your country enough... To take off of spring training from the league that's paying you to play for a tournament that's not paying you, and then play the season after that, you're playing the same amount of time. Because don't get it twisted, these guys that are playing World Baseball Classic games are not playing hard nine inning games in spring training. Yeah, they're getting four at bats in games that AAA guys are playing most of. Yeah. Like if that, they're or they're getting two at bats through the first three, and then they're going home. Yeah. They're not even staying. They're not even staying in the dugout the rest of the game. 
So instead, you're going and playing these competitive games, which is that so that's the same argument in well, my mind it puts at least, competition right? like, into it because now you feel like you're defending your country well and that's what i'm saying like that's why they what's should do the, it right after the world series what's the difference of you playing a full season <laughs> in a competitive tournament or you playing a competitive tournament that takes place during spring training which you don't play competitively anyway and then play and then playing your season like what it is is you're just ramping up to 100 you're going to 100 percent rather than easing into the process of opening day, you're going full-blown tournament right at the start after this break of playoffs and offseason. Also, for this year specifically, I feel like I would be irritated because there's a lot of rule changes this year. The World Baseball Classic did not... You should impl- all be at spring training getting these rules down. Did not implement those... Get the pitch those- clock down. Get the batter clock yeah, down. Yeah, wait till some be of these there. guys don't... Wait till some of these guys don't have the pitch clock situation yeah, you're down. you're losing games because Manny Machado wants to play with his fucking gloves all day. Get him out of here. I mean, we'll see. But I think that moving forward, the Diaz thing is going to be a big sticking point for the MLB moving forward. But the MLB does want to play nice because they want to be a national. They want to be a global brand. I mean, they all they are, but like they want to be as big overseas as the NBA is overseas. They want to be as big in other countries as you know. All these other top leagues. Well, and I think that's why throwing your support behind the World Baseball Classic, if you're Major League Baseball, is important. But you got to figure out what works for everyone in terms of the scheduling, like the timing yeah. of it. You know, more at than what anything. point is your allegiance to it a detriment to your own thing? Yeah. Because now the top closer in baseball's gone for the year. Mm-hmm. And don't give me that shit. Like he could have got hurt at spring training because he wouldn't be celebrating. No one celebrates game. a spring training game. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, what if he throws a a nice strike three? Pumps his fist and then comes down in his foot weird and gets hurt. I'm like, D-. what if a fucking airplane falls out of the sky and lands on him on the mound? And, I could sit here and, and kill, yeah, and kills everyone. Day. Yeah, but like the Mets, the, that would happen to the Mets. The, uh, sunflower seeds that those kids are giving out. You know what I'm talking <laughs> the poisonous about? Poisonous sunflower seeds. <laughs> Fentanyl sunflower seeds. No, I wanted to throw those out there too. Uh, it's, it, I mean, you're not wrong, Mike, because it's still happening. Nimmo is down now too, and that was in fucking spring training. <laughs> So uh, yeah, I mean, into second, and his yeah, these guys, these guys, he, was, he was with the team though. Exactly, he was at work. At least he's preparing for the season with the team that he's supposed to be with. After a press conference saying, "My my focus is the Mets. I'm here. Like I'm here to win." A like I cut my finger the other day at home. My boss kind of has the right to be mad at me if I am not working at 100 percent efficiency. But if I cut my hand at work, he doesn't really yeah. have. There's it's work different. Comp. Yeah, there's no I hurt my hand at home comp. <laughs> nah, but if you see those games, the Puerto Rican Puerto Rico game versus Dominican Republic, Dude, that game was so packed to the point where it could have like at least the attendance of that game was five Marlins games. No, like, I get that. I like it's, but that's what I'm saying. Like I understand there's certain countries it, where that that's big it, for them. Yeah, like, he's Red Sox. No, that's probably the international equivalent, though. That, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, exactly. yeah, that's like Honestly, as close as you could get. Compare to those two, the Marlins. I would, I would I mean, say cl- Marlins Pirates. Yeah, they're not drawing the same crowd. I would even go Yankees, as far Red as Sox saying. Will. Yeah. I would even go as far as saying not Yankees Red Sox at this point because the the feud the, has been yeah, different. But, the world but like baseball, Yankees, like Yankees Astros would be yeah. kind of like a world more, baseball yeah. classic. Um, the people who are for World Baseball Classic are comparing it to a Game 7 World Series game, and that's just not... No, it's not the same. No, it's not. not. It's a stupid argument. Yeah, it's not the same. Well, that's when, is, when is the finals? Who knows? No one's watching it! <laughs> Pookie. Call Pookie. Call Pookie and ask him. He's the only person I know that's watching it. I no. told you guys the other day. I don't know what channel it's on. It's ESPN 2. I think it's just poorly it's run. It's not. Right? It's, it's Fox Sports. Time, like, 
No, there's a bunch the of them. The biggest it's, advocate in the chat that isn't Pookie. No, it's still it's, doesn't know what channel it's on. Because no one is watching. That's my, a thing. The marketing. Mike's watching fucking Phase Clan instead of the World Baseball Classic. <laughs> yes. yes. I'm okay with that, honestly. <laughs> I don't even know what that is, but I know he's watching it and not the World Baseball Classic. It's sometime next week. The the marketing and the advertising behind it is like obviously needs improvement. I didn't even know prior to it starting that it was like happening i don't know how long it is like i don't know the how scheduling the i thought like, that it started what are the groups ever this year you thought this was, a <laughs> I thought this was the first fucking thing i never even heard of this shit randy aaron Rodgers says that he's coming wants to play for the new york jets yeah, they're saying that the Packers are the ones holding the, it up. Yeah, because it's it's like a rumor, but they're saying that the Raiders threw in that they'd give up a first round pick for him, which what? doesn't make sense after they just signed Garoppolo. What are the Jets why? willing to yeah, get? The Garoppolo contract's not that crazy. It's not. I'll give them. It's I'll only give like two a, or three a, years, right? If it comes down to it, I would personally give them it's a not, first round next year. This year, you they're you saying that they want a conditional. They want more from the Jets. They're, that's what they're saying. Give them the 13th overall this year, and then give them a conditional two next year that could turn into a one if Rodgers plays for them a second year, or if they if he plays for them for a second year and they reach Damn, the conference months. championship or some shit like that. Yeah, put some incentive in there. I mean, like yeah. shit like that, you might as well get Lamar. But then, but the only... but but the problem with Lamar is the Ravens can match. Yeah, they got a stranglehold on. I mean, they have to match the money. Well, that's the thing. So they could put it'll cost two picks plus whatever the contract you want to give him is. Mm-hmm. Will the Ravens match or will they just take the two picks? I don't know. I feel like if it's this year, they would because that 13th pick. But you have to figure any pick the Jets have in the first round moving forward after this year, if they have a Lamar or an Aaron Rodgers, it's going to be a low first value. round pick. Yeah. So it's not the same value. Yeah. But. Uh, no, the, I think the reason that the Packers are holding it up is because if they don't re- trade him until June, it's significantly less money against their salary cap. If they trade him right now, it's like $38 million against the salary cap. If they wait till June, it's only like twenty one against the salary cap. I don't know if that's the exact number, but I know it's a big like $18 million difference, cap hit difference. If they just wait a few which more Which is, the, I mean, look at some of the contracts the guys have signed. That's like three players against the, like, that's three yeah. cap hits yeah. that you could do, you know. But, Randy, I want to, the Jets fan in the room, uh, how do you feel about this? I'm excited. I haven't had a quarterback Talk like that. Well, apologize. No. You've still done <clears> though. Don't be Frankie. He's not there yet. I'm, I know. I mean, for Packers me, are holding up. I'll be devastated, but honestly, like it's the best thing because the last like good quarterback that I can think of the Jets had. Besides, I mean, I wasn't alive for Joe Namath, but Chad Pennington, Vinny nah, Testaverde, Vinny. Yeah. Vinny fucked for like three years. Chad Pennington took the Dolphins to the playoffs. What about Mark Sanchez, dude? He took it to the AFC Championship. See, if we had Rodgers those years, we we win them. That's yeah. just that's because Rodgers has a big yeah. history of winning big games. We win them. Yeah. You think you win twice at Heinz Field in one year? I don't think so. I mean, we've said on the show that the Jets are quarterback away from being, like, truly competitive (laughs) in the AFC. We said it a couple episodes ago. No, it's 100%. They they are a quarterback away from being an 11-win team. Easy. So, you're working under the assumption right now that that they're going to get them, right? They're going to. I mean, eventually to the point where, like, if they try to, like, 
They're just going to give him whatever they want What's at this point. Uh, Cody Johnson came out and said he's willing to, to go all in on that. But he deal. can't. You, there's also got to be uh, a threshold. Third. I mean, you can't give up three first round picks for a guy that you're probably only going to have for at the most three years. But then the thing, thing is, too, Roger can play some games and, you know, like. Yeah, but if you give it all up and he's there for two years and you get a Super Bowl out of it. Yeah, that banner yeah. flies forever. <clears throat> I'll take that. What do you think about Zach Wilson saying he's going to give a veteran quarterback hell? That was an old. Oh, quote. when he said that, that I laughed. Quote, but... <laughs> he, it's like it's like him giving me hell. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I like like he's. Uh, I, I like that uh, one of the they, uh, one of the outlets that reposted it underneath it was, wrote like Aaron Rodgers, "Welcome to hell." I mean, it's funny, but Zach Wilson's. I don't, I don't even see him being the starter after Rodgers comes and goes. I mean, like, at this point, you're only keeping him because like it's a, he's a number two pick. And yeah, and he costs no yeah. money. I mean, they're going to give him a try again after the whole Rodgers thing is over. Like, you kind of have to. Well, it depends on if... Um, if they're... Uh, G- if it's still the same GM by the time the end of the Rodgers era is that Like... I don't see a different regime coming in and having the same feelings towards Zach Wilson. Whereas if the Rodgers comes and goes, whether or not they win a, a championship, if if their GM is still the same, the guy that drafted them, I could see them giving them one more shot after sitting. But if he if they're if it's a different head office, they're he's going. Oh, yeah, he's gone. He's, they're moving him out with the old furniture. He shouldn't be on a fucking NFL and the team. The Dolphins might get him. That guy's bad. <laughs> He's fucking bad. He's bad. He is very bad. We know that. Um, Randy, if, for instance, if the the deal goes south and the Jets are not able to to get Aaron Rodgers, what would you like to see them do at the quarterback position? I mean, if there's a possibility, you try to get Lamar. If not, uh, I kind of want to miss you, man. Because you can't but, get, because uh, you can't drop Zach Wilson out there. So no. your starting quarterback for next year is not on the roster right now. What about Tannehill? Rand loves Tanny. Nah, he's all right though. But he's all right. But like, as a one year draft somebody this year, bring Tannehill in. Yeah. Stopgap guy. I mean, he's that's the only one left right there. I don't even know who else is left. I mean, you could go all in for Jacoby power. Brisket. No, yeah, he, he just signed. signed. Yeah, he just got signed. I don't. I forgot the who. Lamar. J- he just got signed. No, no Jacoby, Jacoby Briskets. Jacoby Briskets. Uh, uh, I said you could go all in for Lamar. No, yeah, definitely. No, yeah, that's what we were. Uh, that makes sense. The uh, who else channel. just got signed? Uh, uh, Flow to offer over to LA. I heard the. the they're they're listening to all, that. Would be the other. Those are that's what you have left right now, because Mariota actually also just got signed to by Philly. Philly, Eagles, yeah. yeah. Mm. Actually, isn't a terrible spot for him. No. Copied your hair spot. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Um. (laughs) Gross. Excuse me. Um. Bless you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) That's a funny is video. That's for Rand. The Giants officially release Kenny Galladay. Yes. You guys saves like eighteen million dollars against the cap. So terrible. You go back to Detroit. I like the moves that the Giants have made. Uh, the Waller giving up a third round pick for him. <clears throat> if he could stay healthy, 
Um, they got what, what was it? Okariki, the linebacker from the Colts, which yeah. has uh, addressed much needed linebacker help there. Uh, they're doing some things that you know, a little happy about. No crazy splashes, but I think addressing some needs that you had. There's uh, still time. No real like sexy pick, but again, Dan Waller. Oh, wait, we argue. didn't even. We haven't talked about this because this happened after our last episode. Daniel Jones got paid. Yeah, we yeah. we talked. We didn't talk about this. No, not Daniel, He's paid. Daniel Jones got paid. Um, what is it? One sixty. Sixty four years, forty something, uh, ninety million guaranteed. Like sixty four years, you said? No. Oh. <laughs> four years. Uh, no, I, I could have said that. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, it's like forty million, no, forty million a year with ninety guaranteed, something like that. Which isn't bad. The cap's going up. I think they're expecting That's... him to, like, they're paying him for what they think he's going to do over the next couple of years with this system. So play that they have. they're gonna, you're gonna look at this contract now. Four years, one hundred and sixty million contract includes thirty six signing bonus, ninety two guaranteed, and an average annual salary of forty. It's a so, good time to be a quarterback, I'll tell you that. Exactly. So my point is going to be that you're going to look at this. You're looking at this contract now. It's It looks kind of bad. It looks a little bit expensive. But wait till Lamar gets paid. Wait till Aaron Rodgers gets paid. Wait till Joe Burrow gets paid. Aaron Rodgers is already getting paid $60 million a year. Well, so. I'm saying, like, with the if he gets put on a new contract. But, like, these guys... If he gets put on a new contract, it's going to be to restructure. I'd rather pay Tom yeah. Brady $50 but, like, million a year. These guys are, are going to yeah. blow those numbers out of the water and... Well, yeah, wait till Jalen Hurts gets paid and Joe Burrow gets paid. Yeah. If you told me Dan, two quarterbacks... Justin Herbert gets paid. So like, because two, really, two way better mm-hmm. quarterbacks are getting paid a lot of money, he deserves more but it, money than No, no, no I'm not I'm, saying that. He's saying that this is going to look small no, compared I, I to that. No, I it's going to look small, and the market, it's still more than what he should get. And the market does dictate somewhat what these guys ask for because what it, it is kind of the psych... I disagree with Daniel Jones. He's not part of the cycle of like the top guys when it gets to them, like... They just become the highest paid guy. Yeah. Do you think? Do you until think until the next guy's turn? We're going with the vanilla Vic. That's do you know? Do, do you the contract that he deserves That's is the Gino's one. contract, and Gino deserves that contract. Agreed. No. Yeah. Agreed. Ten year vet. <laughs> He's a New York legend. <laughs> when you keep saying Daniel, Daniel Jones, I keep I keep picturing. Yo, what if you don't get Aaron Rodgers, but you trade for for fucking Geno Smith for Daniel Jones? Like we want him back. You know what? We were wrong about this guy. Walks in, gets his jaw broken immediately. Doesn't even get in the building. I don't want you know. They change his key card. Yeah. Like uh, President Maul. Um. <clears throat> so are you guys happy with the uh, the Daniel Jones signing? Like, is that? I I, I called it. I said they were going to re-sign him, and they're going to tag. Tag Saquon. Saquon. We talked about we it. We talked about that. That, that was the, no, the I understand. route. No, I'm asking your opinion on the signing. Are you happy with the money? Are you happy with him being your quarterback for the next yes. five years? With with the coaching staff that we have in place, yes. If it was the previous coaching regime and the previous general management, no. Because they would not be able to get success out of him. But he had a really good year. He didn't have as many touchdowns as you'd hope to see. Honestly, from a quarterback, but he also had five rushing touchdowns and probably the worst receiving core in the NFL. They had the worst separation, arguably, arguably in the NFL. I just think he's a pussy. So right now, this contract. I mean, I I, honestly I liked it because it made me laugh. But but listen, like if you're paying Danny Danny Jones, top fifteen quarterback, 
I think he's like... So right now he's tied for seventh in the most expensive contracts. That's crazy. That Lamar hasn't been repaid, who's <laughs> who's below him. Um, what's his name is not included in here. Joe Burrow is not included in here. Guys like Burrow, Jalen Hurts. So like, Daniel Jones gonna gets get his paid. contract. Lamar he's gonna be deserves a, that contract. The, Daniel the Jones is... Once yeah. these guys get but resigned... If you're going to compare, if that's what Daniel Jones is worth, then Lamar is worth fucking... He's going to get more. 100% he's going to get more. So here's the thing. like, it, Does it help a guy like Lamar now when no, you see it. like what Daniel Jones is getting paid? And now it's, you know, you're an MVP of the league. You have way better accolades than Daniel Jones. He's <clears> overqualified. <throat> he's going he's gonna to be blackballed. I think, I think Daniel Jones all said and done once all these guys get resigned. He's going to be like a 10 to 12 most expensive contract. He's at seven right like, now. Why are the Jets, a team like the Jets, not going all in on a guy like Lamar Jackson and saying, hey, we'll give up two first-round picks for that guy? Because he's in a prime of his career as opposed to getting a stopgap solution like Aaron Rodgers. Like, does Aaron Rodgers make you that much of a better team? Yes. If you're the Jets, like, yes, significantly well, I mean, better? They, I don't, they, I don't think so. They won games in spite of themselves last year I mean, because they had in, no quarterback at all. I mean, yeah, Rodgers, but I'm saying, if you have Lamar, that. like, you had just as good of a shot to take that next step as a team. Do you, though? For a like, longer time. Fuck yeah. Know. Do nah, you? I I think you have a better shot with Rodgers because it's it's here and now. You yeah. get you get Lamar for a while. You're gonna lose everyone else on that team. You're not gonna be able to. Afford I mean, that's the thing. If when they're all up if they didn't want Rodgers, they would have rather just got Derek Carr. Yeah, with Rodgers, you give it up. You get Rodgers. Rodgers is gone. Then you got money to play with when you draft the fucking rookie. Well, yeah, because the, some of these guys, a lot around. of the Jets core players are rookie contract guys right now. Yeah. Yeah. Their two best players last year were were rookies. Mm-hmm. Three. 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 Yeah. So you're They're gonna have to get paid. They but they don't gotta get paid for three years. Rogers is off the books by then. If you bring Lamar exactly. in, Lamar and you're Rogers probably gonna off you have a rookie. You're probably backloading you Lamar's contract now. anyway, so that it's less of a cap hit in the in the beginning, yeah. Which I mean, they could probably take the majority that's of the my, money in the front while you're paying less to those guys. That's my less only money reason on the why the Jets shouldn't go after a, a guy like Lamar. There, I don't know why there isn't other teams not going after him. Yeah. Though. Well, because there's definitely I don't, and I hate like the the co, there's collude the owners are colluding to to they stop the are. they absolutely I mean, they are. are, but like I also don't think it's outrageous that teams don't want to pay. A quarterback, two hundred and eighty million, fully guaranteed, and one that has an injury history. The injury history is the biggest knock against Bubble. him. Like he hasn't been healthy the last couple of years. And though, when we read the what, nah, listen, we read the we read the team report card, the the NFLPA report cards, though they were voted like last in strength and conditioning in house. So like, if you go to a team that has a better training, they staff, prioritize stuff like that. Yeah, he may not have those issues. But who knows? Now, when I hear people talk about this, the Lamar at the end of the year thing, he was probably hurt for three games, but the rest he was sitting out to protect himself. Yeah, he did. Like, he has a lingering injury that you could go out and perform at, like, 85 to 90%. You get out there. But I'm not risking it for no reason. You're going to go out there and... and Well, he doesn't want to risk it because he's... Then really not trying to get this money. That's what the NFL think. think, Oh, well, he, he wasn't healthy for the last four games of the season. No, it's because of his money situation. Well, what he really should have did was go out there and balled out the last couple of games nah. of the season. And said, fuck you, pay One me. One fat fuck rolls over and uh, blows your knee out. Now you get zero dollars. I get that. It's, but it's a fucking That's what's going to happen to Tua. Like, he probably situation. should have rolled the dice on himself. If he goes out there and balls, he gets the contract. I mean, how much of a difference is a couple games going to make? You know what his talent level is. He's hit. Yeah. A, he couple, a couple additional games. Game. A couple additional games and meaningless games. But, no, are, no. Playoff wins. Yeah, but the thing is, he, he the thing is, him he just doesn't want to get hurt. 
I, just, I agree. He doesn't want to get hurt until he's I under. I feel like he's it. proved himself. I also think he should stop having his stepmom be his uh, be his agent. And it's funny because if I watch all the analysts. The analysts that were players or with Lamar. The other guys that weren't players are against it. Thinking like the owner. Like yeah. if for me, if I was a good quarterback like that, I'm not playing until I get paid. Yeah, hell yeah. Even if you throw me a two year contract, uh, fucking eighty million, like seventy, I, I'm like I'll play. But he's not getting paid when he when he needs to get paid. Like I don't give a fuck about Lamar. Like, I, he's not, like, I don't, if we get him, I'll be happy, but I don't like him like that. But he deserves the money. You have to pay him. I agree that he deserves a contract mm-hmm. in that space. But I don't disagree with the idea that some owners are, like, 280 fully guaranteed for a guy with injury history is a dicey move. Like. Give him fucking two years, 150. I mean, that would kill your cap. That'd be so <laughs> fucked. Fuck it. <laughs> Cap's going up, Mike said. Um, yeah, it does. Does the Cowboys restructuring all around? The Cowboys release Zeke to relieve yeah, Cap. Where's he going? Room. Garbage I don't boy. No. Where's he Buffalo. going? Buffalo. He can't. He's not gonna be a starter anywhere. Buffalo. He's like he could go be now. a starter in Buffalo. He's yeah. a great pass protector. Yeah, but he, no, but he. I'm saying he isn't a starter. Nah. He actually had a good year. He need. Yeah, but he had Pollard as well. Yeah. yeah. He, he needs somebody like that. He needs a handcuff. A hundred percent. I think you go to a team like Buffalo where you mm-hmm. have you have. No, they have a Cook. Uh, James, James Cook, gone. Singletary is probably going to be gone. But you have you drafted James Cook last year. Mm. You know, remains to be seen really what he Honestly, is. Honestly, Zeke could fucking end up in... He'd end up anywhere. He could end up he in really Kansas could. City. He could. Yeah, I saw they were looking at him. And, yeah, him and Pacheco. Yeah, Kansas City. That'd be a nice is, tandem. Kansas City's looking at fucking Odell and Zeke right now. Like, can we just not... The Odell shit is funny to me, though. Yeah. Like, let's, let's talk about Zeke first, but I do want to talk about Odell a little bit. Um, Odell's in the new house party. Odell's like a five dude, to seven million dollars. Dude, he's insane. Stop. Uh, Cooper Rush was re-signed to a to a two year contract extension. But yeah, I saw they restructured yeah, uh, Dak's contract Dak as well. Goes down again, they need somebody to win them games. That is interesting. Um, the Jalen Ramsey trade to the fans. Yeah, that threw me off, but like it's not a bad trade at all. We barely gave up anything. You gave up shit. We gave up nothing. You guys probably might have the best secondary in the NFL now. Yeah. No, relax. I mean, I love the trade for them. I mean, I like seeing Connor happy, you know? I, I honestly wasn't happy. I talk a lot of shit about Jalen Ramsey. I'm like, I don't think he's no, good. No, until you get him, you're like... And now he's, he's But now he's there, game. so I'm like, all right, so him and Zayvon Howard are going to be elite, right? You, you think. Know. You would hope. Until Rodgers. Right, that's a hard position. Until Rodgers. I know, it bar, is. You know? The Steelers responded with going out and getting the oldest quarterback in the league. <laughs> well, especially in our division... He has, like, the lowest Wonderlick score in the league. We have two. <laughs> <laughs> but he balls. I mean, well, or at least he used to. I don't know if he still does. Well, because textbooks were different when he was in school. Yeah. So they used to hurt if he got hit over the head? <laughs> yeah. They were actual textbooks. They yeah. weren't computers. Yeah. But, yeah, the Zeke thing. Where do you think... Uh, let's see if... Shit, I would take... Just is, right, is, Zeke, Zeke look, look at what the odds are as, like, his top landing yeah, spots. I would take <clears> him and not. I saw... No, where I think Patriots. he'd play well. Patriots, I saw... But I could I think see him on the, you know, I could actually see him on the Patriots. I could see him in New England. Um, coaches and executives predicting Elliott's landing spot at Yahoo Sports include potential landing spots Atlanta, Chicago, and Cincinnati. 
I don't see Cincy. Well, Cincy because Chicago fucking is making moves, man. Is because Holy fucking cow. what's his name loves flashing guns. Oh, Mixon. Mixon. Brands boy. Joe Mixon and John Morant are well, gonna a, fucking be in the They must be cousins. When they officially um the Josh is crazy. Him, I was like, maybe he'll end up in Cincy after Mixon goes to prison. Yeah. <laughs> Now nah, Mixon mix and uh, Zeke are the same player. I feel like. No. I mean, I guess that maybe no. Zeke a couple He's years ago. He went to Ohio State. Yeah. The Buckeye. Yeah, you can go back and eat some Skyline chili. Back to Ohio. I think he would be good in Atlanta, and he would be I good. No, I feel like Atlanta he would do well in a team like place. Baltimore. But Baltimore Atlanta, they have Algier. They're gonna run the ball through him. He next could year. end up in. He could end up with the Texans. <laughs> no, no they, they they got that rookie. He's supposed to be good. I know, but they have to rebuild. Like. Damian Pierce. You got to start somewhere. Dude, Zeke right now is worth like three million a year. Probably. You're not wrong. I'm just. So. I mean, uh, yeah. he doesn't think so, but. I mean, he's what 28, 29. I mean, though. you want to do the. Huh? You want to do the. Four is too low. You want to run through the teams real fast. Yeah. Bills, yeah. realistically, could use a running back. Yes. Dolphins probably don't no. need a running back. Yeah, but I don't. I you you got to look at a team who would need a secondary running back. No, he's I know. Not going to go there as a one. He got to go there as to a be a complement to somebody. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm saying the Dolphins just re-signed both of their running backs. The Giants to, to extensions. So they signed. They re-signed Brita. Um, oh, okay. the Patriots. Yeah. I feel like that's not a Patriot. I could see him on the Patriots. Yeah. Though. Yeah. I I could see it. I. I mean, I dude, he's this. Well, he's Ramon the same kind of runner as Garrett Blunt. So no, like, that's what I'm saying. Like I could see it. I could see him go there and like. Just the scheming, like, he'll have, like, 11 touchdowns. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, no. the Jets? No. Uh, the Cowboys? Obviously not. The Giants? No. No. They re-signed Saquon. The franchise tag Saquon re-signed Brita, so he ain't going there. They might draft someone, too. Eagles? Yeah. Uh, no, Miles Sanders Miles left, Sanders but they have. Went no, to they're Carolina. Gonna, they still have, like, three running backs. Eagles are getting yeah. B. John Robinson in the draft. Okay. Uh, Commanders? No, they got three studs. They have a, a few. They, did you see that uh, McKinnon and what's his face? No, they have Robinson. Uh, and, uh, Robinson. Yeah, um, yeah, they got shot. Robinson. Gibson, and then uh, that guy, the the, the receiving uh, yeah, running back. I, that, that's McK- uh, uh, not McKinnon. Um, yeah. Dan Snyder McKissick. cleared his office out. McKissick. McKissick. Yeah. Yeah. The, the sale is imminent. Um, Fuck Snyder. No, nah, not the Ravens. The sale is imminent, so he cleared his he, office his office is cleaned out stadium. at the stadium. Ravens no. Uh, Ravens no. Bengals potentially. Uh, the Browns no. Um, Steelers. Steelers no. I could see him there. I could. Is Snell still there? Mm-hmm. With Najee. He is, but him and not. Honestly, him and Najee, him and Najee like... actually would be probably a cool one and two because Najee is good if he breaks. And isn't dancing at the line. Well, it would be nice to give Najee a fucking break yeah, from yeah. running the ball and, thirty and times Zeke, a game. Also, and Zeke, Zeke soft- off a break last year, and the rookie that they were running was was yeah. running pretty good. Was good. Zeke, yeah. Zeke can soften up the line and have Najee. But the yeah. thing is, well, Zeke's, Zeke's, have to have Zeke's good at being a bowling ball, just like running into the fucking line. Yeah, that's what he did last year for Pollard. Um, the Bears makes sense. The Lions are going to need a, a running yeah, back, actually. Lost Williams. Jamal yeah. Williams went to Saints. Saints. Did you see the press conference when he signed? Yeah, he, no. he, he's, he's so he funny, talks, dude. He, dude he's so funny. He was explaining what a Pokemon was. Yeah, he's just... He he's like, fight. this is an Eevee. Yeah. <laughs> he's, just a, he's just a funny dude. He's pretty much Jim. <laughs> That's me. He Jim. loves anime. He had a Naruto headband. Dude, he fucks. Okay. He's uh... Kaskage, leader of the day. <laughs> <Some shit. laughs> um, Green Bay, no. The Vikings, no. The Texans, I could see. Indy, it just makes no sense. Um, 
the Jags. Who's their secondary running back? No, Jags, no. And Indy, they have the guy. Well, from, Brian Robinson is uh, at the Jets now. But they Deion have, Jackson? Indy is secondary. Is Deion yeah, Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. yeah. And he had a couple and nice they, games they when Jonathan of, they got, Taylor they was got down. rid of the other guy to the, the Bills. Uh, Naeem Hines. Yeah. Naeem Hines, yes. That was the end of last year. Uh, the Titans. Word on the street is they're taking... They're listening. They're listening to trades for, Henry? for Derrick Henry. Derrick so, Henry to Buffalo. No. Derrick Henry yes. would be... the KC, I actually heard, is high on the Put list for that. On him. Imagine he goes Imagine he goes to the, to the Niners. Just Henry and McCaffrey. Oh, my God. That would be stupid. <laughs> doesn't even sound imagine he comes to the Giants. They, and then they had, just have no quarterback. They don't need one because Brock Purdy's probably going to be gone all year, and they already don't like Trey Lance. I think the Titans are like, you know, we could get something for him right now, but it's too late for what they're going to. I think it's a little too late. They could probably get a two for him. Yeah, but I I bet you they're looking for a two for him. I wouldn't give up a two for him at this stage of games. It's probably twenty-seven right now. We might have another season. We we were on the fence every year though. We do it this year. Every year we do it though. We're like, this is the year. It's got to be this year though. It absolutely has to be. Unless he's like really still trucking, that's pretty wild. Uh, the Falcons the, boys. the Falcons is a potential landing spot for Zeke. The Panthers is no. a potential landing they spot. Just signed, I thought the they Panthers just, were going in. They just signed Miles Sanders. Yeah, but And they have Devontae Foreman, who did really fucking well last year. And so Devontae Herber. Herber. Um the Saints, no. The Buccaneers, I they just released the uh, Fournette's gone. Fournette's yeah. gone. Playoff Lenny's gone. Yeah. But why would you bring it? I feel like those are the same guy. Like, why yeah. would you? Effectively. No, Zeke don't run in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> Zeke Barry plays You know in that the ain't playoffs. his name. You gotta be there. He plays center in the playoffs. <clears throat> I love that that's that is his last. His last play. Play. He rides a pine pony in the playoffs. <laughs> that was overtime, right? Yeah. His last play. Uh, the Broncos. The Chiefs make sense. The Raiders. No. I mean, Josh Jacobs. Did they re-sign Josh Jacobs? Yeah. I know they, no, they, they tagged they, him. No. Oh, they tagged they him. Tagged. I, well, because they, they turned down the, the mm-hmm. fifth-year option. Tags. Which, what a... Good move. Making a dick move. move. That's a Raiders move. What a dick move. You know that you know how much money this guy could have made on the open market this year? The Chargers might get him if, if they deal Eckler. I yeah, mean, that's po- yeah. So that's the thing. That's if, another big thing that we got to talk about. Oh yeah, Eckler like, asked for the trade. He did. Well, they, and I told you the other day. Went down. They they didn't get anything done. They got absolutely nothing. And they granted him the right yeah, to seek a trade. And you were, I think you were the one that said, or maybe I read it, uh, that they're they probably aren't bringing Keenan Allen back next year. Yeah, I wouldn't. Saw that. Because fucking plastic or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> He's, he's made of breadsticks. Whatever, dude. Breadsticks? No, he's made out of styrofoam. That's what he's, <laughs> he's a fantasy killer. Yeah. He is, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Him and Michael Thomas. He's a guy, he like, when he's there in the third round. Michael Thomas reached Or the fourth round, he no, looks he very appetizing. I don't know why, because he's not going to prove anything when he's not on the fucking field. Yes. <laughs> Michael Thomas, I'm done talking about this fucking guy. Is he, he's not even in the league anymore. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Fake deals. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of them one day signing retire. Like, get the fuck out of here. Imagine, you suck. Imagine having Thomas, uh, Allen, and who's another. Whatever, you would have been toast. What are you year. talking about? In fantasy. Oh. If you've got Thomas, yeah, yeah, you got... Yeah. If you have, like, Keenan Allen and Michael Thomas on your team, your by week three, you're just done. Fucking five years ago, you're like, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> fucking now, you're like, fuck. Look IR. at this. Look at this IR. 
Look at these names. We gotta expand the IR. Got so many cool tattoos on my IR. That's the little they're good for. Fucking um, useless. Where do you think Austin Eckler goes? I think he stays. Yeah. I mean, what is he demanding on the open market? Like, what's his contract situation got, looking like? He's got to be the best running back in the league, right? I, right now, I mean, dude, yeah. Including, well, McCaffrey. Including receptions, yes. He had, like, 20 touchdowns. More. Josh Jacobs had more rushing yards and rushing touchdowns. <laughs> so who is in dire need of a running back that would actually go for that? The things you can go in the draft now. Like, I, I was read all these things. Like you. Really I can really see back, Austin Eckler going to Cincinnati. Yeah. Not uh, Cincinnati or... Um, the Cowboys, or Kansas City, I could see Kansas City like move like giving up nah, a first but, round pick. Pacheco is a, a type of runner like Eckler. I don't know if they need to like. And they got well, the kids. I, I, I but you, they like win they, the Super Bowl with the Pacheco. Like, that's like, the thing. Like they feel the like the like kind of team where like they go win a Super Bowl and then just you don't need these big guys. Go and then go. No, I know, but then like why not just go after the the number one running back? So, like, the, la- the last just Super Bowl winners, the running back on the running back on the winning team. His salary was under two million dollars, so like you don't need a running back anymore. Yeah, times have changed. It's a passing league. Again, it looks flashy when you have that guy. Yeah, on your team. Some, no, some, but uh, I read I was reading that he hasn't had a twenty yard rushing game any in any in his whole career. Like awesome nineteen rushes, yeah, nineteen rushes attempts was the most he had. You're saying total rushes in a game. No, attempts, attempts. Okay, but like, he's also... I seen him break off a 75-yard rush, uh, like week one. He'll have have 12 rush attempts, 13, Uh, 19. Yeah, but then he also But then he'll have 10 catches. Yeah, Yeah. 15. But they're all garbage dump-offs. The ones... I lost fantasy because of that. They're down by 30, and then he's just dumping off the Eckler, just trying to... I love that shit. Yeah, when you have them. Fantasy champion. When you don't have them, it's just like... I loved it. Let's go. Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse trophy. Mike, you're not even a champion. I know. You can't be a champion until you pay your dues. And yeah. you got you and Dan have to have split custody of the trophy, you pussies. I'm fucking mad now that someone brought it up in the, the fucking chat the other day and it made me mad. I want my money back for the trophy because it's, there's always two people holding it. I don't even want that. I, I just want Mike to go eat fucking pancakes. That's I'm it. Before I poison him. I'll eat pancakes with him. No, that's a he's hard like, pass to do. He's like, rather, get, he's yo, like I, get, I get a good one that's easier to do, but still fucking ter- like still rough. What? A beer mile. You should you, have to do you a know fucking. What a beer mile is? No. You have to chug a beer. It's a, it's four laps around the stadium, but you chug a beer at the start, at the end of the first one, at the end of the second one, at the end of the third one, and at the final. That's like Johnny Fives. So no. it's like it's like five beers. Go eat pancakes. How about Shut drink up. a fucking? I'm not saying to change it. I'm saying that's could be an option. How about you got to drink a twenty four pack while you run a two k? Fuck no. How about... Well, then go eat some fucking pancakes. I'm not saying... How about you pancakes. stop coming up with ideas until you're fucking off rumstring? Because <laughs> you're sh- you're shunned from the community right now. And you, you'll be lucky if we let you back in. Go eat the fucking pancakes. I've had enough of you. It's fucking bullshit. Yo, Big Mark should just hold out. Be like, yo, Mike got two years to do it. I'm holding out. Ew. Yeah, but I don't think Big Mark is ever gonna win again. Yeah, so it I love matter. that he went from top to bottom. That's well, because you helped him draft. It's so funny. Well, yeah, he has two championships in this league, and one was just his team. <laughs> yeah, it was. I GM'd it too. I did like a farewell draft. I drafted and then quit. 
Who's are those? Those Mitchies. Huh? The Mickeys? Yeah, Mickey's. What did Mitchies. you call them? Mitchies. Mitchies. I call them Mitchies. Mitchies. <laughs> Mitchies. Yeah, who are they? Jim brought them. Jim, give me one. Ryan, you can have as many as you want, kid. I have 20. <laughs> no, only if you um, do we have any more? Fo- oh, uh, I want to talk about Odell real fast. Well, you if I get- participate, if I have 20 beers. No, I can't have 20. I'll have like 10. I have you have whatever you drink, I'll do half of it. I'm drinking 50 beers then. <laughs> do you guys have anything else on football? <clears throat> before we get into the tournament? <clears throat> I j- I'm gonna do- we're gonna do Odell real fast, but I really noteworthy. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, when is the draft? Draft's coming out. Twenty. Another month. Yeah. I think the the final weekend of April. Okay. So, so we got that that to look rapidly to. approaching. Yep. I think the league is getting a little fed up with the uh, the Aaron Rodgers thing personally because they wanted to release the schedule. Yeah. Because they normally release it before the. Uh, yeah, but they, if he goes to the Jets, they want to set up some... They want... No, well, they probably have two schedules right now. One with him on the Jets and one with him not on the Jets. Because the one with him on the Jets has five Jets primetime games. Yeah. And the Jets are going to release... Oh my god, I love that. Titan jerseys. Well, the Jet, yeah, the Jets will have all one o'clock games if he's not on the team except for their Thursday game. And then if he is on the team, that. he's going to have... They're going to have a bunch of 4.30 games and then... Eight o'clock games. They're gonna have two one o'clock games this year. I I would I wish that I had all one o'clock games. I miss like last year the Dolphins were better, so we started to have more uh, late games, and I hate waiting throughout the day. Yeah, it gets like nerve wracking. No, the thing I hate about like when you kick off at eight fifteen for Sunday night football, I'm like, Ugh. I hated that the Dolphins played that Thursday night game because everyone saw two would die. And get back to life. Okay. <laughs> I feel like you just wanted to bring that up. No, no, dude. I, I mean, I don't Sorry, like the Dolphins. Stop doing the two of hands. But I like the Dolphins. You know, like I, I, I like them because of you. I like them because of Dan Marino. So does Braxton Barrios. Yes. Um, Odell. Odell. So there's Aaron Rodgers gave out gave the Jets a list of players that they want them to look into potentially signing. Odell was on that list. Odell hold held an open try and open practice the other day for teams to show up and see what he's got. Guys, when was the last time that Odell had over 1,100 receiving yards? Anyone want to guess? His rookie year. Guess a year. 2016. 2016. 2016. That is correct. 2017. Okay. Was that his rookie year? No. No. He came in at 13. Second. No. Did he? Mm -hmm. Damn. It doesn't really matter. You don't really need 1,000 yards like that. Like, it's all about, like, 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 third down grabs. No, I understand. I'm if just saying, game, like... So that's that's what you gauge a receiver on, how many third-down grabs he can get in a season? Well, it, well, it, well Randy does think that third and manageable is the most important thing in the game. Third and manageable, it is. you get it. It's Mr. Third it's Down, nice Steve Smith himself. Plant, and then you keep the drive going, that's it. I heard it. I mean, you're not wrong. It doesn't really matter. And the thing I love about... You have fucking five wide receivers, they all got fucking 450 yards. And the thing I love about having Rodgers now is when we get a guy off sides, that play's going to be alive because of Rodgers. Yeah. I know, we're going to get him. I hope so. We're going to get him. If you heard the past episodes, that's what I said you guys need. I think the most interesting thing about the Aaron Rodgers thing is that there's this huge, like, announcement for what his preference is. Like, there's no official thing that has happened yet. He just is basically saying, I would prefer to play for the Jets. You saw the Pat McAfee show, like, averages, like, 50 to 70, uh, like, a show, like, people listening? Thousand. No, 50,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you knew no, what 50 I meant. 50 million? No, I thought no. you knew what I meant. I mean, you said 1,000? He doesn't do, Yeah, but he gets exclusive interviews yeah, with Rodgers. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. But then this one was the peak that like 500, 1,000 people listening. Yeah, that makes sense. That's crazy. 
Just for a show, not even televised or anything. No, yeah, it's a it's a fucking. It's the only place to mm-hmm. hear from Rogers. Yeah, directly to hear from. Even Schefter's getting like texts like lose my number. A lot of people we'll like it's funny. I love that. That whole thing I was nice just, try. Hey Schefter, nice knowing you. I kept going on Twitter to look. Don't know me. And I never use Twitter. And then I just see people see me never right. People yes. talking shit saying we really got to wait for Rogers to make a decision on the retired punters podcast. That shit made me laugh. <laughs> Yo, the funniest part is the Roger that Rogers can say jump and the Jets will say how high. Yeah. They'll be like, I want you to sign Pat McAfee to a fucking punters deal, and they'll be like, done. <laughs> That's fine. They're working with the guy. He hasn't had a fucking no, I, office I, that <laughs> listened to him in fucking fifteen years. Like, I agree. I agree. Listen, even if we have... He's been family. begging for fucking help for 15 years. The Packers are like, hey, go fuck yourself. I just think he it's... He finally fu- has a team who's listening to him. I think it's funny, though, that, like, half the team... Half the list is, like, old Packers players. He's <laughs> like... Honestly, I think me and half of my guys just need to change the scenery, and he's then like, we can win. He's like, honestly, give me Eddie Lacy. <laughs> we're good. Jesus, <laughs> They're like, no. no. <laughs> That's where they were like, enough. Um. So, Odell had an open... Uh, workout. workout. I I want to say tryout, but it's not. It was a it was a, a showing, a showcase. He held a workout that teams were present for. The Bills, the Patriots, and the Giants were all in attendance. Other reports listed the Rams, the Ravens, the Browns, the Panthers, the Jets, the Cardinals, the Niners, Chiefs, and Vikings all in attendance. Who who of those teams though? Did who, they send like a fucking. Oh, I'd receiver scout, or did they send their offensive coordinator? Well, that's who's, what head coach was there. That's the difference of who's actually. That's the yeah. About this. I like, mean, was Dable there? Like, did the, yeah, exactly. the Rams went, but like the Rams are also potentially there already. They were probably like, "Hey, want to go next door? Where was this workout? Arizona. Okay, he lives in Phoenix. That again, the Cardinals were just yeah. like it was at their field, the so they were just there yeah, that day. They were, like, they were at work. Like, hey, you want to go downstairs and check out Odell this Odell thing? Right? Yeah. Like, they're going to get rid of DeAndre Hopkins. They got out of work early. Their so facilities aren't good enough they're to gonna host a, a practice trial. They're going to get rid of DeAndre Hopkins and be missing Kyler Murray for at least a portion of the season, realistically, right? Like, he got hurt midway through the year. So. They should do. Kyler sucks. Go after Lamar. Dump Kyler. Get Odell. You want to talk about a guy with injuries can't fucking stay healthy. You think but we're not talking about that. body that he would get hurt. <clears throat> All right, so he's not going back to the Browns, I don't think. No. No. No shot. I just don't think that it's realistic. He definitely won't go, go to the Bucks because they have Baker. I could see him coming back to the Giants if the price is right. Uh, the Bucks were not in attendance. I see him coming back to New York. He said four is too low. For less than what he's asking. Just he because said he's four million yeah. is too low. He goes, I don't know where everyone got this 20 million number. I never said that. All I said was four is too low. Those, right, stay retired. Pro- what do you then retire? So that's the thing. What do you, what do you give? You him? haven't played in thirteen Dude, months. Exactly, veteran minimum. Like, like, what does he qualify for? What do you give him? Five to eight million. I don't know. It's a very high risk, high reward. I'd be though, comfortable like, with potentially, that. Potentially, like even towards the I higher end of that, like See, six, he, seven, eight million. I don't think. I don't think. Is he in the ten range? I don't think so. No, he's in between five it's and like, ten. I, I, look at, I think two years, twenty mil, I think is a realistic 10. number if it's incentive laced. I think he's thinking ten. I think like that's fair. six per year oh, guaranteed. This entire contract he signed should all be incentive based. No, I would do two like, years. You have the possibility of earning fucking fifteen million dollars, but you're gonna get fucking six. I would do two a year. Everything uh, you do, two years for us, you'll get more money. Two years, six million a year with an option with the potential to get four million extra per year based on incentives. So the contract could be worth twenty over two, but 
but you're going to at least get 12 over the two. That's guaranteed money to you. I don't think that's a horrible deal. I think that's fair. With an option to get eight if you hit incentives. That is fair. And it's two years. Like, you're not... No, I'm just saying, like... And this is a guy that's entering his ninth season... He's a and hasn't played in 13 years. Yeah. Uh, in 13 Damn. months, excuse me. Damn. He's entering he's his... Still going, what, was he, T.O.? He's entering his 10th year, but he hasn't played in 13. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> what fucking paradox are we living in? That's a drop. It's like Kenny Gallagher. That's a drop. That's a drop. <laughs> That's a drop. <laughs> uh, honestly, the Jets make a lot of sense. If we get him, uh, we release Corey Davis. The f- I think you're releasing Corey Davis anyway. Yeah, eventually, I don't know when, but... I think you are just because of cap. Like you have to make space for. I mean, you have the space for Rodgers, but if you want to do anything a, else, a wide receiver. Yeah, Lazard. Corey, Corey Lazard. Lazard, yeah. 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 And you gotta make room for Kyle. And yeah, Kyle. but he's gonna take better, better minimum. And Odell. Really? Yo, did you no, read? No, did you read Odell's tweet this morning? I do it. Yeah. Depends what's going on. For a thirty-eight-year-old linebacker, I mean. <laughs> for a thirty-nine-year-old tight end. <laughs> But if I get catfish, I hope I get catfish. <laughs> <laughs> if the 38-year-old uh, tight end catfishes me for something better, okay. So he said, I'm just so confused where the quote is from me saying that I want 20. All I'm saying, boy, ain't enough. Brendan I think just Brendan said literally this. said that. I literally just asked you, have you guys read the Odell tweet? And you're like, no. I didn't know that it was a fucking tweet. No, all, all these insiders are... Uh, <laughs> he literally just asked that. You looked just dead in the eye and goes, shit. no. I didn't, he just said, did you hear what Odell said? I didn't know that it was the tweet. I thought maybe you were listening. <laughs> I thought you were listening, <laughs> too. You started what are you doing here? You, <laughs> you came here to lay down and eat Jim's food. When you That's were, what you did today. You, <laughs> you didn't even refill the Brita. Nah, he was confused because we were talking about 38-year-old. <laughs> yes, we were. Sure. Khan's got a one-track mind. Tight ends. You gotta keep that. I thought you were joking. I was waiting for you to say something funny and you were like, you know, that old tight end. I'm like, nope, don't know. She had to fucking change it. Good talk. Chance for the March Madness. No, if you had to pick, where do you think Odell lands? Giants. Probably the Giants. Giants. Really? Uh, I, I say he wants to go to the Giants. Jets, he keeps tweeting like, Joe, come talk to me. Joe, come talk to me. Yeah, he's thirsty. They're gunning. They got to wait. He is, he is thirsty. I could see him coming back to either the I'm Giants thirsty. or the I'm Jets. I'm thirsty for him. I want it all. Until, and, then if we, and, then, and if we do bad. You're thirsty for bad. a 39-year-old by then? Rand's yeah. thirsting for Odell bad. Yeah, I need him. You want him or you need him? Both. I, I, could, could. I could definitely see him on the Chiefs too, though. I was gonna say Juju's uh, gone. Juju. Yeah, Juju gone. I think that that fills an opening. I think he goes there. I think if he's playing in Kansas City, that four million a year that might not bad. be that bad. It ain't right? looking too bad. It ain't looking too bad. When you get another ring out of it. Well, that's when you get. That's when I'd rather have an incentive deal. I know I'm making the. ATT. That's where Odell's mind should be at. It shouldn't be about like upfront money. Just like it, where can where I can win? you go to win? Where can yeah. I go win and at this like, point in my career? Yeah, he won it, so we don't care. Yeah, exactly. yeah, but he got hurt in that game. But he, like, he, yeah, but he was there, and he was the reason that they won because he did have an insane first half. So like, not the reason they won, but like, he probably would have won MVP. If he's not there, they don't win that he game. Helped. Yeah. He was a part of it. Absolutely, and I think when and you he look at like three games that year too, you look at where you're at physically now, your age, your your how long you've been in the league. Do you think that a team is actually going to give you the money that you want, or would you rather just go to a team where you can win? 
Well, now it's all about you just want to play. Well, if he comes back to the Jets sure. or the Giants, he's going to make a shitload of money off, off, off the field deals. Yeah. Naturally, especially in a market like New York where you're coming back home, they could spin that however they want to. He's a fucking <clears throat> bitch. Um, I think he ends Kansas up. City. I think he ends up in Kansas City or San Francisco, realistically. Um, he'd be crazy to if the 49ers offered him the money, he'd be crazy to not take it. Um, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> it sounds like he wants to come back to the East Coast. So, anything else, guys? Football. Is closer. Do you okay? So we move on to the tournament. How's everyone's bracket? Boston. I do so many brackets that it doesn't even. I matter. know when you put, you put the one bracket in that said Jim's bracket and then it said Six. number five next to it. I was like, what the fuck? That's what I do. Mm-hmm. Figgy pudding. That's what I do. Yeah, and my fucking bracket there was busted because Arizona fucking sucks cock. <laughs> but <laughs> I was gonna laugh. On the tail end of that, basketball needs New Jersey. So that you know, true. Princeton, 15 seed, beating Arizona. And then fairly last night, knocking off Purdue. So you know, <clears throat> a lot of fun stuff happening. So who did who played or we only had one game. One game today was today. San Diego San State, San Diego beat, State Furman beat Furman to lock in their place in the Sweet Sixteen. I legit had Charleston playing Virginia in that game, so I got both those wrong. Um, nice, but I got whoever wins. I had whoever winning this. I, yeah, I have Bama going. Uh, I got a question Troll. for you, Jim. Yeah. Who is coming out of the South? Uh, where's the South? Let me see. The South is the Bama. Uh, no, not the up. South. Sorry. The um, Which one was it? The Midwest? No. The East. Who's coming out of the East? The East of the fucking crap sheet. I, I think right now, I think if Duke wins this game today, I think Tennessee is probably the toughest team that they'll play in making it to Houston. I think Duke is uh, – they just showed a thing where they're like 14-1 and one in their last 15 games uh, when their core five plays together, which finally has come back in true form like towards the end of the season here. They win the ACC tournament. Uh, they got a young team. They New got coach. Brand new coach and John Shire, who's been with that team. I mean, he played with them, and he's been a coach there, an assistant for five, six years. Uh, so, I, I, you know, I don't put too much stock into that as a new coach because he's been with the program for so long. Uh, I think if Duke wins this game, that region is theirs to lose mm-hmm. uh, because you still have Kentucky there. You still have uh, Marquette. Marquette looked very good yesterday. Um, Michigan State, <clears throat> you have Michigan State who look good. Tom Izzo is March, you know, like he does very well in the tournament. Can't win a championship, you know, but he likes to fuck around and make a run every every couple Damn, years. I or really so. had Memphis in the final four. So did I. Okay, you got me fucked up with that. But I would have taken. I got te- myself fucked up. I would have taken Tennessee in this game if their starting point guard Zakai Ziegler didn't tear his ACL yeah, in the SEC championship game or something. <clears throat> They, they they could have met, especially now with how busted open this region is, with mm-hmm. Purdue losing to Fairly and like just all the craziness happening. I could have seen a team like Tennessee really making a run, uh, but without him, I think Duke handles them in this game, which we're currently watching. That's soft. I don't know, and Duke's weird too, because like they weren't great on not they weren't great, but like they were like. Is that a flagrant? 
They're kind of like average, would you say, like compared to like past Duke teams? Yeah, but I, I think that like Duke does this thing every so often where like they have a team that's not really talked about as frequently and then they go on a crazy run. It's like a disaster. Like the year that they won it, they had Tyus Jones and Jaleel Okafor who were like two of the more sought after recruits in the class. Mm-hmm. I think Jaleel Okafor was actually number one and Tyus Jones was like in the top five. And then they had like a, a role player as a wing. Uh, I forget, uh, Justice Winslow. They end up winning the national championship that year against a, a veteran team like Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. This year's team has like a lot of similarities to that because they have the point guard, they have the big man, they do have a new coach, right? But you have, and I mean Coach K, you got Derek Lively who was all this. Derek Lively was the consensus number one pick uh, or number one ranked recruit last year coming into the season. Mm-hmm. So they have him. They have Derek Whitehead, who's actually from Newark. So mm-hmm. holla at your boy. Newark. Just again, another point that basketball needs New Jersey. We're everywhere. Like they're just we got guys just fucking planted. You know, like, like, like owls. Dude. New Jersey's like a roach. Dude, they're like a roach they're and we get in there. <clears throat> we just disgusting. we just We're just out here. But again, in this we're, region we're just out here. I, if Duke wins this game, uh they could really go on a serious run. I don't think anybody's beating Bama. I think Bama, for what it's worth, I had Duke like, losing to Oral Roberts in the first round. Um so I'm an idiot. I'm dumb. I don't know shit. Part of that, what you just said, is... But I uh, needed a 12-5 some. Part of my fuck you of the week. Uh, but we'll we'll get there. Is it that you <clears> go <throat> into making your bracket with these preconceived things? Like, yes. I gotta get a 12-5. And now you're looking at 12-5 matchups different through, like, a different lens. Part of it? I, mean, I don't want to ruin the fuck you, but, we, like... We know that's that's not entirely it, but we all know that there's always a 12-5. We know that there's always a team that plays in the play-in games that advances to the Sweet 16, usually. At least four out of the last five years. But there was no 12-5 this year. All the fives got through. All the five... Same San Marys. Diego State, Duke, St. Mary's, and uh, Miami. Miami. Yeah, so there was none. But... That's a first. But Not, then you all, but then you also had this year had the second ever sixteen over a one. Yes. And they had a fifteen over a two, right? <clears throat> My craziest thing about the tournament, yes, there's been both, and What's both teams. You guessed it, are from New Jersey. Well, yes. Yeah, Princeton the, and Fairley. The fifth, yeah. The craziest thing about the Fairley Dickinson upset, I think it's the biggest upset in to- uh, tournament history. Uh, obviously, it's a sixteen over a one, so by process of elimination, it would be the craziest upset, right? Did he just get teed up for that too? No. Fairly Dickinson shouldn't even be in the tournament. They there's a rule right where Mary Mac won the conference. The was mm-hmm. it the NEC? Uh, but they weren't D one long enough. They've only been Division one for like a year or two, right? And they've Brady been dominant. They've been dominant during that time. But Fairly played them in a the championship game, so they got the automatic bid by default because Mary Mac couldn't qualify because they don't have the. It's four years. You have to be a Division one program. Mm-hmm. They didn't have that. So Merrimack wins the conference championship, but fairly gets the automatic bid because mm-hmm. they couldn't. They also had to play in the 16 seed playing game to even get into that game against Purdue. Mm-hmm. Just another thing. Thro- and then they come out and they beat Purdue, number one seed. Purdue looked terrible. It's far and away the most incredible upset in NCAA tournament history, in my estimation. Purdue did not look good in that game. Well, the thing with Purdue is you have the player of the year, the Naismith player of the year, Zach Eady, guy's seven foot twelve. With no hand that coordination. All season He's seven foot twelve. All yes, season you guessed it. that means eight feet, by the way. All season, their offenses run through this guy. Okay. The tallest guy on Fairleigh Dickinson is like six foot five. So 
Why are we not just slamming the ball inside all game? And it, you do have a seven point twelve. At, at least getting these guys into foul trouble. You know, they were yeah. trying. They settled for jump shots, and they weren't making any shots. And fairly pressed, full court pressed the whole game. You know, which is a, a classic, like almost like a Rick Pitino move, where it's like, hey, listen, we're not as big as you, but we're just going to make it very uncomfortable for you to win this game. Yeah. And that's exactly what we're they did. Try to outgas you. They did that. They pressed the whole game. Like it was incredible to watch, and it got a little suspect towards the end of the game. But my favorite part of the game is when Purdue is down five. And there's fucking .8 seconds left in the game, and Matt Painter's drawing a fucking play up on the sideline. Like, they're going to fucking run a five-point play to win the game. <laughs> what are you doing? All the players are just sitting there like, what is this, what is this fucking guy on? Yeah. like Coach, this game's over. We're like, better there's, off out. There's less than a second left, and you're running up a play. We're down five. The fucking game's over. I don't know. Um, A lot of, lot of craziness happened. Rand, what was your, uh, what was your big takeaway from the first round? I'm happy to still be alive. <laughs> like in Just your like bracket, as a human. Like a in your pool, or in like, life? or like in life. Me too. Yeah. No, but um, I'm glad I woke up this morning. That that's a great, that's a plus for me every day. No, but uh, honestly, like the first round, I, I feel like you you're gonna get your upsets. I mean, I didn't think that was gonna happen to Purdue, but I'm happy that happened for some people. It gives me life. I just, I just want to have like it gives me life. I just want to get paid at least once when I do a bracket. Man, it's like I just, just one time. <laughs> I just want to win a pool one time, nah, man. Please. No bullshit. Like, I, I, Rand's like, I just hope everyone had a good time. Rand's like, I'm tired of being a fucking donation to all these pools every year. I, I mean, I no, do feel that. No, way. but this year, I do this feel year, that and, uh, and then I also feel that. Way. I really wasn't excited this year about like. I mean, at least you're not big name. About the NCAA basketball this year. Bry, uh, for the past three years, I tell him like a week in advance. I send him the link. I'm like, make sure you submit your bracket by noon on Thursday. The first game doesn't start till 12.15, but I tell him noon, knowing that he needs to get it in before then. Otherwise, he's not doing it. And he's up before it. And every single year, he submits a bracket, not on time. He doesn't put submit. He makes the bracket, but doesn't put He never adds it to the group. Yeah. So it's there. No, he told me last night, he was like, on Thursday, I sat down on the bus on my way home from work. And he's like, it was like 2.30. I was like, all right, sick. I'm going to make this bracket. It's Thursday. Tournament starts today. He's like, I opened the thing. Three games had already started. Yep. I was like, yes, that, that is how it works. Yes. That's why I told you by noon, buddy. <laughs> tell him a day in advance. <laughs> yeah, tell him it starts Wednesday next year. Um, Th- There's a lot of interesting things going on in the tournament, just to give you a couple. You that's what I was going to say. Like, what are the you, things? You right have the now? whole Brandon Miller situation in Alabama yeah. with, with uh, giving the gun to the guy. Yeah, who we ended talked up, about this. Okay, so right. that's number one. They're the number one overall seed in the tournament, Alabama. They, they really play, could make a run here and win this whole thing. They, they really could. They're they that good. They tip off tonight at 940 against the Terps. So you have that going, right? You have a team like Texas who's the two seed in the in the Midwest. They are in They're the in the East. Midwest. Texas is in the Midwest with, with Houston. No, you're right. You're right. They play Penn State tonight at 745. Houston could make a run as well. Their point guard, Marcus Sasser, is their best player far and away. Shouldn't have one. even played in the 1-16 game. He re-injured a groin injury that he had in the – in the in their conference championship game or whatever, so he might not be playing going forward. You have Bill Self for Kansas is not coaching tonight in their second round matchup. Uh, he had a stent put in, I think, and he's been dealing with some sort of medical emergency the last like week or so. So he's not coaching tonight. You have Texas doesn't have a coach because they fired Chris Beard. They have an assistant coach because he's a fucking. A lot of the good teams have some sort of like weird 
thing happening all at the same time, right? Yeah. So this really makes for a very interesting march where, like, <clears throat> we have the potential to have the most parody ever. Well, this is what we talked about a couple of weeks ago with Rhett, where, like, even – does that feel like it? it's on par with what the season was because there was so many number one changes? There was. And, and I think that – Houston finished number one overall, right? Yeah, but what you'll see throughout the tournament is that literally any of these teams can win this. You, they asked, they did a poll. I think it was ESPN. But they were saying that the uh, even the teams that got like auto bids for winning the smaller conferences are teams that won twenty two to twenty five games. Some of them thirty. Yeah, so like you're not looking at a team that won a bullshit conference that has no wins in the top twenty five and like all 500 record in their conference but just won their tournament because someone has to win a tournament well a team like fau who beats memphis last night with two seconds to go they won 30 games they won 30 games now they play fairly dickinson in the second round they could go to the sweet 16 interesting first time in school history that's an interesting matchup too like let's not like fa like fairly dickinson wins the 16-1 and you're like okay well they got to play the winner of the 8-9 it's not, a gi- wins. it's not a gimme there, though. Like, you saw it last year with St. Peter's. We thought the same thing. Yeah. They yeah. beat Kentucky in the first round, and then they come in to play whoever they played, and then they Tennessee, played... Tennessee, I think. And then they put... No, not Tennessee. But then they, they won a game, and then they played Purdue. <laughs> so Purdue has lost to a 15 seed and a 16 yeah. seed in back-to-back seasons, right? So the last couple of years, this is what we're seeing in the tournament, where, like, you're going to get that craziness... I think what you will see as as we get closer to like the end of the tournament next week is the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight. You'll start to see those top teams really rise to the top. I all the craziness generally happens in that first weekend where it's like first two rounds, first second round, and then maybe you have one team in the 16 and eight that like is still on that heater. But that break between the first weekend and where when you pick back up the following weekend, I think is a is a separator for. Some of these teams, like the, the like you said, the craziness of the the, the madness, if you will, of yeah. the first round has subsided, and now you can really look at the landscape of it and say, like, okay, this is who we, this is our path now. Well, the best part about it too is that you look at, let's say, a team like even Princeton. Princeton plays today, right? Mm-hmm. As a 15 seed, if you could win this game today and go Against on Missouri. to to the second weekend, right? That's a very winnable game for them, I think. And they play the winner of Creighton versus Baylor, which is a six-three. Which, which again is a is, is a coin flip. That's a very close game as well. So because when, when you really start to look at it a week down the line, if they win today, right now you have all week the media circus that will ensue following leading into the Sweet Sixteen potential Elite like, Eight I mean, matchup. I was going to say, let's, let's Could, look can, at- can they handle that? Like some teams can. Last year, St. Peter's they really embraced that role. They were like, you know what, we're Cinderella. Fuck it, we're, yeah, we're, we're dancing. Just, we're lucky. We're here having be, fun. Yeah, we're lucky. You know still what I'm saying? To be here. Some teams embrace that. Some teams really think we're themselves out of that. School in Jersey City, like, what do we have to lose? We're just happy to be here. You know, all the pressure at that point is on the big name schools. Well, the fun. Did you see the photo online? Uh, to any of you, I'm asking this question. Uh, there's a picture of the Fairleigh Dickinson gym and a picture of the Purdue gym. I did. And it's like, one is a... Looks like a high school gym. Yeah, one is a high school gym with like... Bleachers. Bleachers. Yeah, pull out And the bleachers. other one is like a, ve- like a, a full small, arena. Like a small, but but an arena nonetheless. Yeah, like, yeah. has a nice uh, gym. Probably like a 7,000... Probably seven to ten thousand seat arena. Yeah, in Purdue. maybe even more. They, they are like... They have one of the best attendance rates in the Big Ten. Like they sell out every single day, every single well, game. I, it doesn't look that big. I no, was but when it's when it's packed, and especially because it's like 
It's like an it's, old hockey arena. It's like it's in the gr- it is right. So it's almost like the court is like in the ground yeah. essentially, and it gets very loud in there. Very yeah. similar to like the rack. Yeah. You know I where like, the sound just kind of like. Psh. Yeah, because new arenas are built back. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Like old and hockey arenas, a lot of times are built kind of. They were built like off. vertical. Yeah. Yeah. But what was the other thing I was going to say? Yeah, you have. If you look at the South, for instance, outside of Alabama, you have an eight seed left, a five seed in San Diego that advanced against a 13, but then you have a six versus a three and a seven versus a 15. Like, you only have one team in Alabama that's the only uh, three. But other than that, you're like five and lower. Like, your two is out. Your four is out. It's a uh, you got your six three, which is supposed to be there, right? If chalk, yes, 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 dictates, that's a chalk, right? But, but you're supposed to have a seven two for Bama. You got the easiest run to the final four. Right. And, I, I was that, and that's what I was getting at. Like Alabama, really, like if you're looking at who they have to run into, like Baylor in the Sweet Sixteen, I guess. They would play Baylor in the Elite Eight. No, you're right, you're right, you're right. That's what I'm looking at. They would play Baylor in the Elite Eight, and Baylor is another team. I don't think they could beat Alabama. I think that they have good guards, but they've also been riddled with injuries. But that's what I'm... I I am looking at this, though, as, like, who would you even... Bama's toughest game is San Diego State. Like, they have size, they have good guards, they play really good defense. They just beat a Furman team who's fairly competitive by 20. You know, San Diego State is going to be Bama's toughest. Well, I mean, game. you got to look at what what was Furman's three point totals. Like, I didn't see what like it the, was for for. Like, is that the the, the tail of the tape for you them? You just got to know that it's shitty because they lost. That's the only thing you can think about. <laughs> so it's like you don't even bother looking at it, Jim. But you can if you want. I'm not looking at shit, dude. Rand just yeah. wants Miami to win. I do not. He loves every loves everything Miami. But you can if you want. <laughs> yeah, if they win, I'll be yeah. I told you, but I didn't pick them. I want to know who Bren has in his final four. I'm going to read it to you. Yeah, yeah. Miss Edie. Well, I mean, he's what? <laughs> <laughs> Miss Edie. Miss Edie. Jim asks to hear it, and then he walks away. Well, I'm, I'm waiting for him to pull it up. Yeah, I'll pull it up. I think he had Kansas. No. No, he has the Zags to win it. I do have the Zags to win it. He's got that I dog got Bama, Duke, Houston, Gonzaga. Oh, your final four is sitting intact still. Yeah. yeah. My Elite Eight is pretty much intact except for Iowa State. So you're still oh, in the hunt. Not, those guys fucked that, That's the big thing with the bracket, too. Like, it's not about what points you have the first two rounds. It's how the, many points the, the remaining. Points projected that you could get. Yeah, like, potential points in like, that. That column means... Because there was someone in Bracket of Brothers, Jim's, that had... They were in, like, third place. But, but 1,100 total points. Or but it was like, yeah, they only could get 1,000 points total. I was like, there's no way that they can win. So... Enjoy it now. It's because they had Zona. Yeah, but, like, you're fucked. Yeah. If you had Zona to win it and Purdue in your final four, like, well, you're you're not going to score a lot of points. I heard Houston, Duke, and... Uh, Zags. Alabama. And the Zags. Houston, Zags. Dude, that's an awesome final four. My eight is still intact except for one. So that's really all that matters. When you talk about running these pools and, like, that's where the points are. Yeah. You, can, you, you can lose a team even in the Sweet 16. If you lose a team... In the Elite Eight, it's a bit more of a blow, right? If you lose one in the Elite Eight, not not that big of a deal. But when you look at your possible points uh, remaining yeah. in these brackets, I wouldn't put too much stock even into that until you get to, like, the Elite Eight. But even still, you were saying before, this year that you can see the most parity. Like, any of these teams could be, like, could win the six, whole thing. I have six Dude, teams for like, my eight left. 
but one of the teams that I have in my final four is already out. I had Memphis in the final. Four. If I had to tell you teams that I think could still... Like Alabama, Houston, Kansas are, are still in. Alabama, me. Houston. Memphis, I had Memphis versus Alabama. Kansas, Same. Duke, yeah. UCLA, Gonzaga. That's six teams that I think could win the whole thing. Do you really think that Gonzaga can win it? I think that in a year or, where... Are you saying that from like a... Yeah, they could or like... I mean like do you think Gonzaga will win? I don't think they will. Again... With the way that this year has unfolded, Gonzaga was number one for a decent part of the year. They have Drew Timmy still. They got some decent guards. I need they, Drew Timmy gone. But they he's haven't. They haven't been. Huh? He's he is Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett at they are. He is. But they they're a three seed now, right? And I think that a lot of that pressure as a number one seed is kind of taken off them a little bit. They can just go out there and play their game. If they could beat a team like UCLA, who I love, uh, they could. They could really that bracket is the toughest for me. Like you have Kansas, UCLA, and Gonzaga, who are all going to be there in the Sweet Sixteen, unless Arkansas upsets Kansas today, which is totally possible. Which I hope. Um, after this weekend kind of plays out, we'll be able to obviously talk <clears throat> a little more. But it's fucking March, kid. It's the fucking madness. Mike, you want Texas to lose today? I have Duke winning. Oh, you're talking about Texas Penn State. I have Texas winning. I'd like to see Penn State make a run. That'd be awesome, but I don't know. What Texas Arizona after? Make it real confusing. Thank you. Um. All right. So for just for shits and gigs, uh, we're not gonna go through like who everyone thinks is gonna win every game, but uh, so the game's tomorrow. (laughs) You. Uh, versus FAU. FAU. Do you think the next time that we're on, we're recording, there's still two teams from New Jersey in the tournament? No. No, you think Princeton and Fairleigh Dickinson both lose this weekend? I think one of them can win. I think, uh, I honestly think Princeton has the better shot. I like FAU. I mean, they are playing a seven seed in uh, Missouri who, I mean. Not a great team. I had Utah, Utah State. State just looked bad. Like Utah State didn't look good. They that, didn't. That was the problem. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't look good. Uh, Missouri didn't look great. Utah State just took a while to 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 start scoring to get going. Yeah, and it felt like they were playing from behind all game. I think I do like Princeton to win better than FDU, but FDU has like that it factor going for it. Has that they have their head coach of like, yo, we don't care who we're playing. Like we're just gonna play our game. They run very good offensive sets. They are going to press you the whole game, so you have to take care of the basketball. FAU, you know, we'll see. They handled Memphis pretty well, and Memphis is a team that beat Houston in their conference championship. You know, so Memphis, Memphis, no slouch. Um, that'll be an interesting matchup. But, no, to answer your question, I don't think we'll have two teams from New Jersey next weekend still playing. <clears throat> okay. Um, Mike, who do you, if Princeton or... Fairly Dickinson. Who, if you had to pick which one is going to be alive next week, which one would you say? I'm gonna go Princeton. They look real good. Ran. Princeton. Honestly, there's something about the Ivy League that always like just toughness. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. Yep. Yeah, their basketball IQ. Yeah. Right. That's why you go fairly. Fuck them nerds. That's yeah. it. Honestly, I think that like I, I get what you're saying with them with Princeton looking good and it being a more favorable matchup, but I think there's something like you said to the Fairly Dickinson <clears> like. We always have one of those teams, and it feels like they have that. They have it. That that thing around them, 
and a 16 versus 9 is a very winnable game. I mean, if they win that game, they're going to get the winner of this game, the, the Duke-Tennessee game, so I don't really think that the, the story goes the further than here. that. Yeah. But I think there's one more... I think there's one more bullet in the chamber for them as far as a, a, a victory in the tournament. I could see it. And then sure. I think the uh, clock strikes midnight and the carriage turns back into a pumpkin. But I'd be okay with that. Uh, so... Anything else on the tournament? No? Uh, no. I think that's it. I think uh, we'll see what happens. It's, it's been very exciting so far. So, right before we get into fuck yous, I just want to do a little bit of a UFC. We got a, a fight card. The prelims actually just started a couple minutes ago. Kamar Usman is fighting Leon Edwards. The last time we saw the two of these guys fight, Kamar Usman was a minute away from retaining his title in what probably would have been a unanimous decision for five rounds. It would have been, yeah. Would have been. And we saw probably the greatest... I don't know if it's the greatest finish, but it was the great... Like, probably the biggest knockout for the moment and when it needed to happen. Like, Leon Edwards needed a knockout, and when a minute left, he got the, the faint with the fucking... He led him with the right and then was able to just throw that, that left kick and put him right out. I don't think it's hyperbole to say that <clears throat> it is the greatest championship knockout in UFC history. I don't... Like you said, with what he needed to win the fight, he needed a knockout. So I that's... With a minute left in the fight, Usman dominated the fight, had been dominating the division for years. Okay, he was like world class champion and the classic at 170 fight where he kind of tried to stand and bang early and then eventually he was like you know what i'm not doing this he put i'm gonna Leon grind Edwards it out up against the fence yeah and it got very boring but there was had to have been at least 19 minutes of top control yeah and and that's why i think like <clears throat> i was just watching a clip the other day where leon's corners yelling Go for the head kick. Go for the head kick. And like seconds later, you see him kind of like throw that little feint. Yeah, and then he came fucking, up top with the head kick. And he throws the fucking the right to get him to lean. And then right when he leans down, he fucking turns. Right. And then the rest and is history. And he's done that kick before too. Yeah. I was watching a, a someone on Twitter's been doing this cool thing recently where they're doing fight threads for like a single fighter, and it's the clips to all of their like knockouts or finishes. So it's like highlights from all of their fights. Like, I watched one with John Jones. I watched a, a Leon Edwards. The I saw the way. John Jones yeah. one, yeah. But it's... I think Kamar Usman needs to... Is going to come out and... I think he's going to win the fight. My money is on him. I think he's going to go out and try to throw that, that right hand that knocked out uh, Masvidal. Yeah, I think he's going to take I it to him. I don't know if that's the right move. Or if he should just try to fight that same fight that he fought for three and four fifths round, uh, four and four fifths rounds last time, like try to fight that fight again, because he can't beat you if you're doing that. I think that's a fair thing to bring up because I think <clears throat> when you get knocked out the way that he got knocked out, 
it's very easy to say, okay, what do we have to change? I don't think he don't has to change anything. anything. Don't give go him out distance there. with a minute left. That fight was yours. Like, yeah. go out there, fight that same game. You know, you are a better overall fighter Shoot than Leon Edwards. You're a great wrestler. Shoot in on him and... Make it very uncomfortable for him <laughs> for, for 25 minutes. Don't let him set up. And don't let him get that space because that's what ended up biting him in the ass. <clears throat> don't give him that space. Press him the whole fight. Because that's what Usman does. He, he walks you down. Yeah. You know, and, and he's been very successful at doing that. I think it's an interesting fight. I think it's... It seems like Colby Covington is going to get the next crack at whoever wins this. Yeah. Which I don't necessarily know if I agree with, but where is that division? I'm snoozing on like, it. Colby what, hasn't fought. Like, he hasn't fought, and he <clears> keeps <throat> getting title shots off of one-fight win streaks. Yeah, or like, like oh, we want to see him and Usman fight again. Yeah, me too. But like, what about the rest of the division? I mean, who is the rest of the division, though? Because outside of Usman, you could say that Kobe is number two. I mean, Leon got the fight because Kobe couldn't fight Usman over and over and over again. Yeah. And there is a history. They fought once earlier in their career. Um, what has, has Kobe fought uh, Gilbert Burns? Because that's a fight I would love to see. Like, I think that's a fight that you make for Kobe. In order to get him back in the mix, because Gilbert Burns is a fucking beast. I Gilbert love Burns Gilbert has Burns. a fight scheduled though for next month. Yeah, he's fighting soon. Yeah. Very soon. But again, even if you give Colby a fight, you still need at least two months to run a camp. Uh, Gilbert Burns is fighting Masvidal yeah. on April eighth, which is at fucking awesome. With Pereira Adesanya as the uh, as the, the, the run back as the main. I don't know. I. Guy, if you guys had to pick, who do you think tonight? I mean, I'm, I'm taking sure we all watched that fight here. I don't. It was you, here. You left before the right before the main event. Um, yeah, to make a bang. You run. were there. Uh, I mean, we saw, you guys saw the fight. Like, what do you think happens tonight? <clears throat> I don't know, man. Brent's news in bed. <laughs> you fucking put me to bed over here. Why? I don't know. You hate the tournament. The voice. The voice put me to bed. The sultry sounds of FNP. Pro- yeah, they're gonna put us in a different category. It's not even gonna be sports. It'll be like ASMR, just yeah. chatting, Bedtime. just chatting, <laughs> just chatting. <clears throat> the FMP book club. One interesting thing I saw is that there's a lot of people talking about Alex Pereira being a true heavyweight. Well, hold on, hold on. Let, let let's before we move on from that. I'm going to Usman. Usman, yeah, but a snoozman fight. Like, snoozman fight. I like, think that's what he has to do to does win the fight. what he did last fight. Just don't gr- change anything. Don't change. There and just fight the same game. Fight the whole fight that way. Yeah, okay. the same way. Mike, I feel like nothing exciting happens in the middle of the day. Fair. You want to see something exciting? It's gonna be at midnight. You gotta wait till midnight. I don't know. I was pretty excited when you guys were drinking pork last week. Two weeks I ago. Wasn't. I don't know if I was. <laughs> I was blacked out, so same. Fucked me up. Yeah. Still fucked up. I I can't believe that Molina was like, yeah. You and Mike both looked at him and were like, hey, you should take him home. And then we both turned around and walked away. And she's like, well, you guys have to help me. And we're like, oh, because in my mind, I remember her being yeah. like, my car's <laughs> on the way. And we're like, oh, okay, you guys are leaving. And then, like, we walked out with you guys. Yeah. And then, like, your car pulled up and you guys got in the car. And we were like, all right, bye. Like, oh, text us when you get in so we know you're safe. No. And then when I saw her the other day, she was like, yeah, you, like, you and Mike were like, you guys should take him home. All right, bye. And then, like, walked away. 
She's like, what? I need help. And we're like, uh. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember it happening. Like I don't that. remember that. No, yeah, my mental, my memory of that was we were like, oh, do you need help bringing them outside? <laughs> <laughs> like, we were very nice in my memory. Um, Rand, who do you think's winning the fight? I don't really watch uh, UFC like that. All right, friend. Who do you think's winning the fight? Probably Usman. Probably Usman. I, th- I think Usman. I would like to see Usman win by the big knockout. I told you it's not happening. But I don't. I don't see it happening. I would like to see. What if like Leon Edwards comes out though and wins by like. Gets the head kick like early again. <laughs> like like again. It's it's possible though. Think about this scenario and tell me if it's plausible. Kamar comes out. I think he loses just all pressing all, all the shitty talk after he won. Yeah, he did Remember talk all that that shitty talk. He was talking it's like, shit. dude, you're balding on top of the fucking octagon, like talking all that shit. Like you were so good, like as if you didn't just lose this entire fight and then get lucky. I mean, but he won. Had, yeah, he won, but like <clears throat> he wouldn't have won if he didn't land that. Fucking... He caught lightning in a bottle, and he shouldn't exactly. have won that fight. But Leon Edwards he is still a very winning. good fighter. He he, dude, he lost. Unanimously, up until that point. Exactly, yeah. I remember and that fight. He really caught lightning in a bottle, worst I've ever seen. Like, dude, I've never seen a walk off fucking knockout. I'm that, pretty sure Khan missed the fucking knockout. He did. He was in the kitchen. Right? I remember. Did, yeah. We all and we were like, oh! Well, because Danielle's like, is the fight almost over? I was like, yeah, there's like a minute left. It's over. Like, we yeah, we watched this whole thing and it was done. over. We fucking, fucking missed it. That was when Jim was falling asleep. I he was, didn't even I, drink beers that night. I had one eye open. He didn't even drink beers that night. We I was were, stony baloney. Remember we recorded the fucking show and he, him and Big Mark smoked yep. like fucking six J's on the deck. Yep. I yeah. remember the fight too. He was, he was getting his fucking ass kicked. That was when Daniel bought Lance, his tacos. Lent, yeah. Yes. Yes. And I was literally snoozing the whole fight. Yeah, you bought $800 worth of fucking The Rock and you're like, just Tex-Mex burger sucks. <laughs> and you're just eating it. Though. Like, but think- he talked all this shit like as if he was out there like dominating the fight. He got lucky and I don't think his luck withstands this fight. I, I think, like, if I'm him, I'm talking hella shit, too. But like, he, I'm fucking flying high right now. I just hit some... I hit the greatest head kick in the history yeah, of this fucking sport. you're not gonna get another I don't think it's I'm talking hella smack. I don't think it's the greatest knockout, though. I think... In, I think it is for the moment. I'm thinking in championship fights, it's the best knockout. Because there's not that many that end that way in a title fight. Oh, no. Specifically. Well, so, my, my number one knockout in a title fight is... Naganu Stipe when he just fucking torqued him like in the second round like the first round was like okay like there's a different Francis than the first time he fought Stipe and then the second round he just kept pressing and you were like well this ain't gonna end well it's only gonna end one way there's only one way this I think we watched that on the projector down here I had it on the wall that night we did and it was he was like pressing he's pressing he's pressing and he just fucking steps back and fucking rocks him. And it was like, okay, well, you know, there was only one way this was going to end. And There's that. That's how it happens. Which is why, like, I, I know John Jones is doing his shtick. But, like, I'm partly like, Stipe, just shut the fuck up. Just take the fight. Fight the fight. But don't think we forgot the last image of you in the octagon was getting molly whomped. With his little bit of hair just fucking yeah, flowing just in the wind. like... Looking like that fish that has no bones. Looking like Bill Murray and Kingpin. Yeah, looking like a blobfish. Um, I got I got Usman winning the fight, but I do think it's possible that Usman comes out pressing, 
and Leon can catch him early. Yeah. Like, because Uzma might be high adrenaline. He's he doesn't have that championship, and like he does have the championship. I think he pedigree, does. I think he does. But I don't. I think he might not be walking into this fight with the the calmness of this is business as usual. <laughs> He's chasing now. He is. And I think there's we haven't seen him chase in a while, and he may come out. The last time we really saw him come out with a chip on his shoulder was the Masvidal fight. Yeah. And he's just a superior fighter to Masvidal. Way better. I think Leon Edwards is a better fighter than Masvidal. He is. I think Leon Edwards has the... In the first round, at least, Leon should kind of sit back in the pocket. And if Usman wants to press the pace, maybe let him and see if he presses too hard and makes a mistake. Whereas... As the fight goes on, you are going to have to take it to Usman because if he's up on points, Usman can always... If Usman gets one 10-9 round, he's going to fight just like... Gonna, he's just going to he's gonna turn it off. He's, he's going to park, park the, the bus. bus and he's just yep. going to put you on the cage and he's going to win off that 10-9 round and then just win 10-9 rounds off of... And just grind control, it out. And he's just going to grind you down. Yeah. I think the first round is very important for Leon Edwards tonight. I think what's going to be very interesting, I think, is... It's at the O2. Like, that place is going to be jamming for Leon, Leon Edwards. Edwards tonight. Like, this is your fight to this lose, is what really? Wanted. This is what you wanted. You wanted the title fight. You're home now. You got, You're you the champ. The rematch against You're Usman. the champ. You wanted the rematch against Usman. You got it. You wanted the title shot. You got it. You you fucking were down and out, and you won it. And now you want to come back home As and the defend champ. that title for the first time against the former champ, who everyone has this, you know... Kind of, you got lucky mentality around the fight for the most part. Tonight's the night to do it. For sure. I mean, the 0-2, it doesn't get any bigger for Leon. It's going to be jamming. The, uh, what's capacity at the... Why did I think it was in Abu Dhabi? 20,000. What is wrong with me? That's it? 20K? 20,000. But, I don't know, that might be give or take. They should fight at Old Trafford. <laughs> well, no, it might be more than 20,000 because you could do seats on the field. So, Wembley. it might be 20,000 based on... Like physical seats, and then like plus. So like whenever wrestling does a show, the somehow the the attendance is always higher than the capacity of the place, but you can put seats on the floor. Hmm. Um, other the only other real, I mean not only other fight, but the other notable fight on this card is Justin Gaethje is fighting uh, against uh, Fiziev. Yeah. Good fight. It's important for not... Justin. J- Justin Gaethje got to get a win. Yeah. You and, know if and... he wants to stay in the mix for that lightweight. Division. Fiziev is a tough opponent. There's a lot going on in that division. It has been, for the last couple of years, the most interesting division. Connor's floating around. He's getting. He's going to fight Michael Chandler. We know that that fight's going to happen. He's having issues with USADA now, apparently. Who? Connor. Yeah. Which well, I, I, I don't know the details specifically. He but left the, the, the testing pool, and now he's got to be in the testing pool for six months yeah. before you can take a fight. Yeah. He's probably, you know... They asked Dana about juicing. it. Dana said, I don't want he nothing was, to do with this. He was juicing. definitely his fucking, juicing. His fucking head got big. Look at his neck, dude. His would, fucking face has muscles Why else would you leave Usada? His neck is thick as There's fuck. no other reason to He's leave juicing. Usada. He's 100% juicing. And I don't think it's... I get it. To heal injuries, like he had a fucking bad break in his foot. Yeah. But... Strengthening the muscles just what's makes, the di- what's, makes it worse on your bones. What's the difference between doing stuff to heal faster and then, like, pulling out of the testing pool for over a year and just being like, you know what, I'm just going to get yoked as fuck. He did. Look at him. 
He yeah. looks massive. Well, the thing is, he wasn't. He had no intentions of fighting. Like he was filming the movie. Roadhouse, he was like, yes. yeah, he was like doing all sorts of other shit. Roadhouse. And he didn't have a need to be in the testing pool because he knew he wasn't going to fight. And then this idea came about uh, by Dana to run the Ultimate Fighter with Chandler and then set up a fight after the fact. And then I think that's when he realized, like, oh fuck, I have to get back in the testing pool. How do I do that when I've seemingly been doing whatever the fuck I've been wanting to do for the last couple of years. So I agree. I mean, definitely yeah, definitely. That's going to be a big That's going to be an important got a fight. Tree trunk next. That's going to be a really important fun. fight for Connor. If he has any more title aspirations in his career. And it's going to be interesting because to see what weight do they fight at? Like, I think they're going to fight it higher. I think they're going to fight at 175. I think they're going to fight at 170, but Chandler said that Connor even flirted with the idea of fighting at 185. Like, why would you fight at middleweight? What the fuck is wrong with Connor? Connor is. How, yeah, no, but how, how fast can he lose that much weight? No, but Michael Chandler's a big fucking guy too. At well, that, that's at that that's like with that small like, body. They, they almost look. They almost have the same stature. Like Michael Chandler's big for the division. Michael Chandler walks around at one eighty five, and Connor probably does now too. Like walks around at like one ninety, just because he's yoked. Fucking juicing, you know. <laughs> that throat and then fucking, fucking TRT. He's on a juice cleanse, He's but doing not the TRT right one. He's on TRT his toes. He's on a fucking cleanse at this point. Get back in the pool. Um, but I think they fight at one seventy. I don't, I don't think they go any lower. The soccer game tonight in that outfit. I'm going home to change. He's playing in the game. You're not going to shower. I am going to go. Didn't you go on a hike? Yeah. He's like the guy. Go, go now. He's like the guys who dress up in pants. Well, what's your plan? To go home and change and shower. Alright, later. It's only fucking. It's, it's only 3.30. Alright, peace, peace. What time's peace. the game? 7.30. It doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter! I just need to know when to avoid Harrison. Don't go at all, ever. I, all times. That's usually <laughs> yeah, all times a day. That's usually forever. how I avoid Harrison, Stop. but like, if I have to go now, I know not to go. You have no reason to go? Vinny's is good. I'm not juicy I'm platter. Vinny's. Damn. Vinny's in town. Damn. <laughs> Who posted that? I don't know, someone posted. I, I follow a hot dog uh, Instagram. Rand saw Thilman's and now he's got to go to the band. I got really upset a couple <laughs> weeks ago when uh, when Bren was at Vinny's and I was like, yo, why didn't Khan invite me? And he's no, like, well, no, Khan he wasn't, wasn't there. And I was like, fuck. Damn. I fucking love Vinny so much. Dude. So, I'll, I'll go there five days a fucking week. So, so the Justin Gaethje thing, Riff is. Uh, this is an important fight for him if he wants to hang around in that division. That division. He is, has to win this fight. That division is, is nah, like fucking wild guy. right now. Because you have uh, you have Hamza right Fitzy or whatever his name yeah. is. Yeah, you have Hamza with the belt. Hamza. No, no. You, you have. Uh, They're all the same. That's oh. fucked up. I'm sorry. I gotta cut that. Damn. 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 The Baltics are gonna have our heads. No, that's at 155. You have uh, uh, fuck this guy. Just be Volkanovski at 155. Uh, Hamza was fighting at like 185, 170. He was going back between welterweight and middleweight. But he also hasn't fought in quite some time. You have Islam. Islam, yes. Makachev. Yeah. So he's the champ at 155. Okay. He I'll cut this, but like, come on. They're all the same come fucking on. guy. Come on, dude. They're all the Dagestani fucking rat fucks, okay? <laughs> okay, well, I'm definitely cutting that part. Listen, they're all, all Dag the fans in Dagestan. They're all from Dagestan wrestlers. They all wrestle bears, dude. They all know what's up. His name's Islam. My G is from Russia. What are his initials? Fucking ISIS. <laughs> Damn. Why would you name someone Islam? He's he's the champ. Imagine being named Catholicism. <laughs> 
How do you think people named Roman feel? Christ. With the middle name, Gav. Roman Reigns. My name That's not his real name, so. My name's Jew. <laughs> How did I Jeez. not know that Tennessee still has Santiago Vescovi? How is this game so low? He's he's like Manu Ginobili, number okay. twenty-five. Yeah. So at one fifty-five, like I was saying, uh, you have Islam as the champ. Then you have Charles, Dustin, um, Darish, Justin. Then you have du- Dustin Gagey. and uh, uh, Fiziv. What? <laughs> you said Darish. It's Bernil Dariush. And he's a stud, dude. Do not disrespect we have, Dariush. We have any more things, Dariush is fucking tough. I think Dariush is Yo, fighting. I'm convinced that you picked me to be the best man at your wedding just to make me read in front of a crowd one more time. What was that? Who was that? Like, guy? as a kid, as like Don't in high school, in, in high school, he always used to pick me to read after him because he knows I'm not good at it. And he was like, oh, how do I get him to have to do this one more time? Oh, I know. So I was watching, I was watching Connor give the speech. And I was also watching the other guy who was looking at Connor disgust. I what, what? Who was that guy? The Major D. Yeah, I would have punched the him. The Major D didn't like me. He didn't like Connor. I, you know, who I was said, he? I I said, is there any uh, high noons left? He's like, and he gave me a white claw. And I was like, this isn't the same. Stop. And he says the same. <laughs> Don't bring that up. Because yeah, he did that to me. That, that's what and I'm saying. And, and I, I oh, when I was listening to it, it, it happened to me, and I'm like, this fucker got Connor too. <laughs> Who's the guy? He got Connor. Dude, he's the major D. Dude, he was standing there the whole time and, and just looking at Connor disgusting. Like, how Brendan looks at disgust at some people sometimes. <laughs> like, this isn't your wedding, you bitch. You're here to work. If I, You're here to work. If I, if I tell you to jump, you jump. You like, if, if Aaron saw me in the streets, I'm going to jump if he tells me to jump. <laughs> You're getting paid to do a job? Do your fucking job. Exactly. That's what I'm I need your business. Yeah. yeah. I don't need you holding grudges against me. That's not what I'm fucking paying you to do. If I ask for a high noon, I'm expecting a fucking high noon. And then you're telling me it's the same, but it's not. It's like it's like. But anyway, this oh, is you're right. You're right. Go ahead. This is an, this is a wild division at 155. So I mean, I don't see Connor fighting 155 anymore. No, the weight cut is too tougher, and I think he is more comfortable at 170 if the fight is right. And, like a guy like Michael Chandler, Chandler it makes it, more it sense works. for him to fight at um, 170. And honestly, if Connor does have any more uh, aspirations to fight for a title, it would be. I don't think he's gonna go and fight Islam at 155. I think Islam fucking destroys Connor, dude. Yeah. I think he brings him through the fucking grinder. Although, I did think that Volkanovski got kind of screwed out of that fight. I thought he won that fight against Islam. Eh, I, I didn't watch it, it, but but from what I had heard, it's debatable. But I think that you can make the argument that Volkanovski won three out of the five rounds. That is true. I. Again, I'm not upset with the outcome because Islam is a very good fighter, but he wasn't as dominant as he had been up until that point. And Volkanovski posed a very interesting problem for him where he hadn't been able to have a guy on the ground and just do whatever he wants with him. Volkanovski has very good takedown defense, and he's very good on his back on the ground. Here's the thing. I think that was very surprising for Islam. Here's the thing for Connor: if he were to fight 170, he's going to get beat the fuck up, dude. I'm sorry. Like... I, you want me to read from from eight up? I'm not even gonna read number seven because I can't. <laughs> uh, eight Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, seven Gilbert Burns, five Colby Covington, four Bilal Muhammad. Yeah. Uh, three Chimaev, 
two Usman, number one, Leon Edwards. I don't think he beats any of those guys. Connor is not fighting in welterweight. He's specifically having one fight at yeah. 170, which is what Connor does. He did the same thing with Nate Diaz. He fought him at 155, he fought him at 170. Yeah. You know, and he won the fight at 170. So that's why, like, for Connor, oh, I've won a fight in three different weight classes. Yeah. That's like plays into his ego where it's like, I could do this. I can fight you at 155, but I want to fight you at a heavier weight so that you're at your best. But a lot of guys aren't at their best at 170 because they're heavier. And and maybe. Like Michael Chandler might be slower, but we're talking about a guy that walks around at roughly that, you know. I don't know. Michael Chandler is a very exciting 155 candidate. But the weight cut is like, fucking crazy for him. And you see after that first round, he's gassed. Yeah. Because that weight cut sucks the fucking life out of him. I don't even know where he... I don't know. That's enough. That's uh, enough. Fuck yous? Fuck yous. Uh, Randy, you're the guest. What do you got? Uh, fuck. Is it AA round? <laughs> Honestly, um... <laughs> Fuck the Packers organization. It's like, it's like the no, video. No, you know like, what? I'm not going to say that. Fuck the people who aren't letting Rodgers go. It's like the guy hanging over the head. Whoever is in charge of not what? letting Rodgers leave, fuck him. Why are you screaming at me? He's Pe- walking all over your boys. Fucking peanut gallery back he's there. He's giving his fuck you and I can't hear him. Oh, well. Uh, Bre- all I can hear is you doing Brendan fucking. Brendan and I were looking at something. It wasn't even a good that fuck you because honestly I'm feeling great today. So I don't really. Good news. You know, go got a good, got a good quarterback finally. Um, yeah, po- possibly. Not, not officially, possibly <clears throat> in the works. I mean, it's like eighty <clears> percent. <throat> it would be a very Jets thing if Aaron Rodgers doesn't go to the it Jets. It Would be a very Jets thing for him to announce. I want to come to the Jets. I'll be in shambles. I want to come to the Jets, but I'm not going there. Of something no one has ever said, I'd really like to play for the Jets. Yeah, that's why I think it's uh, too good to be true. Uh, Rand, I don't think that's the yeah. I love when Rand says, like, honestly, if I was there instead of Zach Wilson, we'd win nine games. Okay. He's like, I just fucking roll out. He's just a pussy. <laughs> like, I, I liked him. I was like, you know what? We could probably work with him, but no, no, no. Like, Mike White? I love it. <laughs> I, 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 I have this mental image of Randy on draft. They sit in there like this. You know, we can work with him. But I love Joe Douglas. He knows what he's doing. So yeah. we'll see. All right. So that's it. No, other than that, good week. No, nah, I don't want to ruin it for people. All right. Um, and you said no names. Like that's another thing too. Like, you can tell us after no, the no, show. I'm not telling. No, no, it's, it's not. <laughs> you can just tell us. No, after. because like, Brad, if I'm coming into the show, want, if I know I can throw names out, who the fuck? Well, like you know. You can say it. I'll cut it out. No, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I have to edit the show anyway. Uh. <laughs> all right, Brendan. My fuck you is Iowa State for busting up my perfect elite eight. Damn. <clears throat> they got good corn, I heard. Good corn? Yeah. They got bad basketball. <laughs> uh, Jim. Uh, one of my fuck yous <clears throat> is the pundits. Okay? Every March, we got these guys, they come out, they give us, oh, yeah, these teams, uh, this is my final four. And they really sway public opinion to pick who they think can win this whole thing. Uh, Jay Bill is one of those guys, guy holding high regard. He comes out. He says Arizona's going to win this fucking whole thing. Arizona gets bounced by fucking Princeton, 15 seed. This guy, what the fuck does he know? How much basketball have you watched? You know, and I love Jay Billis. And I love, uh, well, I don't love many pundits, but they come out here and they say this, that, and the third. And nothing that they say ever fucking happens. 
So why are even why are they even up there? Why do they even have a fucking job? If people are talking just to fucking talk. Okay, I thought that was my job on the podcast. Just to fucking talk nonsense. What we do. Uh, you say you hated last week with a passion? It was a it was like a pundit too, you said you hated. Uh Seth Greenberg. Yeah, him. Seth fucking Jewberger. <laughs> that fucking scumbag fuck. Alright, well I gotta cut that. Seth Greenberg, fucking asshole. Bad guy. They just, they come out here, they give us their bracket predictions, nothing ever happens. If I were to just tune out all the pundits, I would fucking have a perfect bracket. <clears throat> I'm convinced. But you're a pundit yourself. Uh, I had another one. It's probably the Yankees again. Because Anthony Volpe is ready for fucking Major League Baseball, oh, yeah. dude. And it really bothers me that they don't want to promote him. Even when a guy like Aaron Judge is coming out and saying, like, yo, Volpe is the real deal. If we bring him up, like, I'll make sure that... You know, we we treat him the right way. We bring him along uh, along slowly. The thing that really was the tipping point for me was in a game yesterday or the day before when Aaron Hicks calls him off in the outfield and then fucking face plants into the grass and misses the fly ball. Calls him off and then fucking proceeds to fall flat on his face. His fat fucking face. I hate Aaron Hicks. I'm really starting to hate the Yankees. Because they have no idea what the fuck they have in Anthony Volpe. This right kid is the podcast. future of the program. Okay? <laughs> I, know it's a, I know it's a Fuck the Yankees podcast, and I'm getting dangerously fucking close <laughs> to that fucking threshold there because they have no idea what the fuck they're doing. Okay? I said the week that Bren was off, we did our we had a segment. It was major conspiracies, right? Conspiracies. Major conspiracies. major conspiracies. And my major conspiracy was, okay, maybe the Yankees are just going to keep playing guys like Hicks and Donaldson and IKF in the hopes that they have a very good start to the season and then they can ship them off for something of value, right? That's my major conspiracy, and I'm starting to believe that they have fucking no idea what they're doing with these people. Like, Donaldson is not a baseball player. This guy's a fucking farmer with a baseball bat, okay? He should be fucking shoveling corn out of a fucking field in Iowa. He has no idea how to play the game. Aaron Hicks, the guy's played like a third of the games that he's been available for over the last four or five years. And he's our starting left fucking fielder. What are we doing here? What the fuck are we talking about? Okay? You got Anthony Volpe. This kid is ready to step into a starting role with the New York Yankees. And you have guys like Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton... Even Garrett Cole coming out and saying, yo, we love this kid. He's first guy in, last guy to leave with us. And this kid's like 20 years old, 21 years old, 22 years old, however old he is. And he's from New Jersey. So why would you not fucking love this guy? The Yankees, they they know best. Cashman knows. He knows better than me. Okay? I don't know. I'm, I'm getting fucking right there. I'm fucking, I'm getting there. Steaming. Okay? Fuck him. Fuck you the week. Yeah, you know Pitsy has the uh, the max for projected points. Who's Pitsy? Big Mark. I know. If he fucking wins one more thing, I'm gonna beat him with my computer. He's the FMP champ for everything we do. Let's make him eat the. the Pitsy home. wins. I'm not paying. <laughs> He's gotta eat the pancakes first. I'm done with him. He's got the most projected. Mike, what do you got? Uh, my only fuck you is I went Memphis. All the way to the final four and them losing within the last second of the game last night. I mean, it's fucking March, but <clears throat> also it's just directed to me for thinking that they can make it that far. Um, 
my fuck my fuck you was also that but like more to be more precise the referees how many players do you need and how close do they need to be to your face yelling and making the universal symbol for timeout in your fucking face to call a goddamn timeout memphis has possession of the ball to the ground two players within fucking arm's reach are going timeout 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 and he's just fucking like staring at the play on the floor and then he's like loose ball fau taking over the game what are we doing I got a collective fuck you also. Well, yeah. Nike, you, yes. Memphis, and FedEx. And Nike FedEx. for fucking selling me shoes. FedEx for saying that they're still going to be here today in Memphis oh, for shit. being the location that they are still in now. Was that was that today's drop or was that next week? No, these are supposed to be delivered today. No, Which ones? The SB4s. The, uh, no. That's next week? The, uh, I yeah, hit the, the, I hit on the, uh, oh, no, it's 24th. You're right, you're right. I hit on the, those, the dark green ones. 21st. Oh, uh-oh. You just reminded the me of my other fuck you. <clears throat> I don't know if you guys have noticed, but Gene Steratore is fucking doing, like, official fucking rule fucking lookups for mm-hmm. the NCAA tournament. I don't fucking want Gene Steratore. This is not fucking football season. <laughs> What the fuck does this guy know about basketball? Okay? That's a fundamental issue with this tournament. It's like, who the fuck is this guy? This is the guy that we're bringing in to really say if they made the right call or not. What the fuck does he know? He's just oh, the, the all-around rules. Yeah. Analyst. Bullshit. I want to know his fucking credentials. I've only seen him for football season, and he usually makes the right call. Okay? Randy, I didn't know the dog was down here. I fuck was like, him. What are you blowing kisses at? I like those. Actually, I can't blow kisses. Not pointing at the ground. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, that's it for this episode. Uh, catch us live next week. Madness. Um, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and follow TikTok. us on Twitter on Instagram. We'll be live from the park. And Mike TikTok. has the the details on that. We're gonna be on the Sergio Rodriguez show next week at the park, the twenty fifth from two to four p.m. in Harrison, New Jersey, seven fifteen. No. Ah, oh, fuck. Didn't I just say no, never go to go. Harrison? I can't go, sorry. Nah, that's kind of what... That's almost Carney. It's Carney and Jace. I didn't know we could come up with a non-clever nickname. Or a non-clever podcast. It's a West Hudson. Somewhere in West Hudson. So just go there. Yeah, I don't know. Let's redraw the line. Go to Vinny's and park on Harrison Ave. Go to BK. And you'll be okay. And then walk around. Alright, thanks, guys. Bye.